All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. It's Freedom Day, baby. Monday, October 11. It's Freedom Day in New South Wales, I should say. And even then, I haven't really looked into what the freedom means in Freedom Day, but I know we're like fucking 70% vaccinated. Kick things off with a COVID chat. Edward, how are you? You feeling free? Feeling, I'm feeling free. I mean, it's not a COVID chat. It's a freedom chat, baby. Yeah, it's true. It's freedom chat. About freedom. It's about freedom. We pray freedom. Uh, it's freedom. We pray freedom, though. Huh? I feel like a yank every time I say the word freedom. Freedom. It's like. Don't you it's, well, it's like They've how the Southern Cross. That word, bro. It's like how the Southern Cross has become sort of semi hijacked by sort of, uh, or at least it seems racist now, like on a flag and shit. The Southern Cross tattoo at our freedom chat seems to be very yank now because they're just fucking hard for freedom. That's yeah. all. They're just so hard on freedom. They scream two things. Freedom and come on. Yeah. Or oh, no, let's, no, go. let's no, go. No, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Freedom and we let's go. We scream come on. Fucking oath. Come on it. for freedom. Someone gave me a come on on the beach on the weekend. It was <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. He's like, come on. I'm like, fucking oath. <laughs> it was a ripper day, so I felt like fucking oath. Oh, yeah. No, you get on as you well. fucking oath, you do. Yeah, fucking oath. But we come on for freedom. Yeah. <sighs> come on. Freedom day. Sorry, Victoria. Ah, for freedom. Come on for freedom. Um, freedom Freedom I don't know exactly what it means We Free- can go to well, restaurants and shit I'll tell you what it means It means It means we can Fucking go to the pub We can go to restaurants So pubs are open today We can go to the gym We can get our hair cut We can do all that shit There's like rules around How many people can be in a venue That go, that changes again When we get to 80% Which is like in fucking Two weeks time And then it changes again Basically as of December 1 You can do whatever the fuck you want You don't even have to be vaccinated To go anywhere All that shit Okay, and are you got a haircut lined up? Oh, I haven't got one booked in, <laughs> but I'm certainly thinking about it because <laughs> my hair is long. Punters and you dribbles. like to keep a tight ship on the hair, don't you? I don't like it being this long. No. Although I have got past what I would consider to be like the like I feel like I'm getting past the scat. Yeah, can you take your hat off and let me see? Obviously, this is pushing to, pushing audiences to YouTube to the to see Eddie's hair. Yeah. I don't mind it a bit long. Are you just going to go back again for your real meat and potatoes, short back and sides, full metal jacket, or are you going to go for a bit something cool now that you're just a fucking... What would you go for? With you? Yeah. I'd like to see... How would you call it up? I'd honestly... I know that, like, because you have curly... Like, you've got curly hair that is... uh, Curly disposition? Well, yes, but it, like, it does its own thing because, like, you could have, like, floppy curly hair, but you've got quite tight afro-ish curly hair. Correct that I wouldn't mind just seeing a bit of a tightening on the sides and just going a bit mullet vibes. Remember when Kanye had a mullet, but it was longer? Do you want me to mullet out? Yeah. I can do that for you. I think you should. I think you should. What do you reckon, Dave? Should I mullet out? I'm always a fan of the mullet. Yeah, you would be. Yeah. Because it wouldn't, you wouldn't be going like... Well, uh, just leave it at the back. Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. You'd be just going in a little bit on the sides. Yeah. And then just maybe a poofteenth off the back. Okay. Okay. Let me see you take your take because yeah. I am obviously a qualified hairdresser. So just bang this. I reckon you just bang it off. If you go, just go. Listen, first things first, because sometimes I do this when I'm at a hairdresser. Although I've become much more reliant on my own capabilities, I just go. I'll let him do it in stages because I might want a mullet. So I will go. All right, bang some off the sides for me. All right. Now we need to bang a little bit off the top and the back. And I'm almost telling him how to cut hair. And then he's probably not enjoying that too much. But I'm like, rather than just going, do this, then they do it and they fuck but it. But you're, 
You've you've got the uh, the the hairdresser eye. I don't. I'm like, I'm like I don't know I'm how like comfortable I would be there to be fucking working him through this thing. I want to be able to sit down and with some degree of comfort. Well, I've got an out. I've got outs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is there Even a point where you can pull the ripcord, you mean? Well, I mean, if he fucks the mullet... You just go back to normal hair. I can go back to normal hair. And if that's too far gone, I'll just shave it. Yeah. I don't really care. No. Doesn't I'm thinking of going to shave at some point as well for You summer. know what? Can I be can I be honest with you? December hits, I'm shaving it all off. I'm Let's going, do it. I'm going I'm going bald as a cucumber for the fucking for as in summer. Bald or shave? No, like number two. Okay, do you want to go let's go December number twos? I'm going number two in December. Oh, I'm with you. Fucking oath. Because I was just gonna do that anyway, but I, I like the idea of going, yeah. all right, summer. Yeah. Hot December, boy summer. Hot boy summer. Hot, and I'm hot gonna, summer. I'm gonna be fucking brown as a berry and I'm gonna be my head shaved. I'm yeah. gonna be ripping and tearing all fucking summer long. I can promise you, promise you that. Well, then I think you should. You owe it to yourself to just get a little bit of a mullet going pre. Yeah, sure. Pre I December. That. I can do that. I can do that. When am I gonna do it? I might do it tomorrow. I look. I'd encourage you. I to. I might do it tomorrow, bunners and dribbles. This will be the most talked about haircut since Jennifer Aniston on Friends. Yeah. Well, sure. Don't watch much Friends, but you don't remember the whole. I'm not a Friends guy. I'm it's not about being guy. a Friends guy. But I don't watch it. But I don't watch it either. It's so a, how do you know? Did you not watch it back in the day? Not really. Really? Like dribs and drabs. It was like her hair on that thing, and maybe this is saying more about me, Punisher, was because I am obviously the neo of cutting hair. But when her like every why, chick, why neo? Because he could like see when he sees like you know the way he operates in the world, like he's on a higher plane. Sure. Okay. Neo from. Yeah, the Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. yeah, yeah I know. That's, well, that's what fucking, what do you mean, why Neo? Well, he's, I was just like... He's what? the one, that's why. <laughs> sure. Anyway. Please go on. Because you want to hear this. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's hair cut at some point during the Friends run, like one of them, one of her hairstyles was like internationally, that was like what every single chick on the planet wanted. Dave, please tell me you're Googling this. Yeah, it's called, it was a bob haircut pretty much that's what it says here which doesn't do it justice in terms of how yeah. i would imagine it because i'm to get a photo to up well yeah drag one across for eddie if you want i know what a bob is yeah but that's exactly my point that's not what it is to me in my head as neo sure can i tell you a word that like sort of annoys me mm -hmm. bangs yep don't know why couldn't tell you why it annoys me, I but it, it does. I, I get it. It's almost too emotive for what it is. Yes. It's like, okay, what the there fuck? You go. That's the gen. That one took the world by yeah. storm. My mum had it. I'm, I don't know if my sister, she might have been too young, but like fucking everyone was going is for it. Is that early 2000s or late 90s? I'd say late 90s, but I don't know, Eddie. I just don't know. Because there is a bit of crossover between late 90s, early 2000s. Like there fashion is, and sort of, yes. yeah, yeah, definitely there is. You can, get, you can get caught sometimes. But I like that haircut. I think it's pretty hot. See, what's funny is I'm sure there were other haircut people that had that haircut, but like just having your hair be like trending internationally would be such a weird vibe. It or imagine be. if you were the one who gave her that and then you're like, oh, I came up with the fucking Jen Aniston trim. As a neo of hairdressing, that'd be a dream come true for me. Yeah. Do you remember the Beckham, like the mohawk? Yes, yeah. And but the Beckham, all the kids got it? The Beckham was also like, it was a mohawk, but then it was also just like the fucking, it was like normal hair, but like squeezed into a mohawk sort of thing. So yes. it wasn't like a... No. It wasn't a mohawk's mohawk. It was just like pushing Get, it all into the middle like a ramp. Yeah, it was. And then up at the front, like... 
Do you remember doing that when you were a kid, like gelling the front of your hair up? Fucking I thought I did black and gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a little veranda. Black and gold out the hair gel. Head. Like, like what's his name from the Inbetweeners, who had the hair gelled up at the front? Yes, yes. yes. I mean, yeah, a show yeah. I have not watched much of, but I have seen it. It's I know fucking funny. No, I know it's funny. I've seen enough of it to know it's good. The black and gold hair gel I used to use was so fucking like it was so effective that I you could almost basically snap my hair. There so hold is. on, yeah, so not that mohawk though, Dave. I'd say that uh, second level, go all the way to the left. No, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, but that was not everyone had a fucking mohawk. Everyone had this haircut. Go to that. Like well, that. I know this one. Mate, everyone. Yeah, ro- yeah, maybe it's more like Mate, that. Mate, everyone rocked that mo. Yeah, but you had as a mohawk? Kids. You had a full-blown mohawk as a kid? Like that, that's more what I'm talking about. Go to that one, Dave. Sorry. That, it's not as pronounced as that. No, it's this one where it's like all pushed up in the middle. Yeah. But without the peroxide. I never went with the peroxide. No, I didn't. I Did didn't. you? No, no, I didn't have peroxide. Sebo had peroxide. Sebo's dad is a legit hairdresser. Shout out to Lefteri. Uh, and that's where I used to get my hair gel and sure. my hair cut. But Sebo, I remember he just came to school one day with fucking Sebo. serious frosted tips. <laughs> Sebo, for those of you who are not aware, about even uh, producer slash member, team member, he is as he's, he's, his hair has deserted him since, but he used to have a fucking full blown head of hair, and he used it's to. It's come and gone. Tom. It's, it's come and gone. He's, 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 There's a couple of photos of Seb back in the uh, Fun Boy era that uh, he's got a head of hair that at the time you thought won't quit, will not quit. Dude, you look at but those. Did quit. You look at some funny. Fun Boy era Seb photos. Yes. You're like this dude is a fucking skinny hot great no, guy no, no. well there's one word that comes to mind lothario lothario he looks like he word. shagged all the women in the world yes. in these photos yes not to say that he not you to know, say, well look i mean he's look, happily loved up now and, and not to say that he couldn't but it's certainly look, early 20s you don't lothario. look at him you don't look at him now and say he doesn't scream lothario anymore <laughs> no, no and that's no none offense. of us do <laughs> But I mean, I never scream Lothario, so no, at least no, he can be happy. Exactly. He can be happy that at one point in his life he was yes. a Lothario. I've never screamed Lothario. You've never screamed Lothario. He's screamed Lothario. Yeah. At the top of his lungs. Yeah. And the women took note. Yeah. He's lost it though. But it's gone. <laughs> it's come and gone. He's now a hot, sweaty Greek man who lays in a bar. Lays <laughs> in a bar. Um, about even as well on podcast. Uh, taking the charts by storm. Just so you know, if you don't know about even, it's our betting show. It would surprise if you don't, but you can find it on all podcast apps and it's also on our YouTube. Edward, it's Freedom Day. That's freedom. Uh, There's not much else to really talk about, I guess. I'm still not going to a pub. I'm pushing for three months without booze, so that'll be November You can't though, because you're in a... Are you pushing for three months or are you just being a responsible... Oh, soon so, to be no, father. no, no. Well, certainly, like, soon to be father. Surely that's playing more of a role than... Well, it's both. Like, I wouldn't be drinking anyway because I'm pushing, but I also can't be going to pubs and shit now because I have to get tested every three days because baby number two, uh, the second in line to the throne, <laughs> uh, is any day sort of a prospect. Next 10 days is sort of when we're expecting, which is such a mind fuck, dude. I can't tell you. It's a mind fuck that there's another child coming on and when you see it in her tummy and you're like, how's this work? How's she growing a human? This, none, none of it makes sense. No. Even though you're told that's how babies are made and that's what's happening, the actual logistics of it, like you look at a building, Empire State, and like someone can reverse engineer, like if I'm smart enough to comprehend how it's done, I just, there's no way anyone can get your head around a child growing inside of your missus or anyone for that matter. No. It's one of the life's great mysteries. Isn't it? 
Even though it can be explained, it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does. Not to the layman. No, time. no. But also just like, you know, everyone gets it. Well, you don't though. You get it until you really see it. And then you're like, holy fuck, this is bonkers. So 10 days. 10 days-ish, yeah. How's the, how's the body weight? Me? I have plateaued. Have you got to the 10? Yeah, I've got to the 10, but then I've gone back up. So I've gone. Ooh, so. But as in like. Oh no! I'll make it. I'll make it easy. Like I was ninety three on Sunday, and then what now are you now? Ninety four, ninety five. So what do you got to be? Ninety four. Okay. So I'm just going like, did, 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 like a lot of it's like water weight and shit, mate. Worst comes to worst, if you tell me I'm weigh in day, I'm just going to wrap myself in foil if I'm not at ninety four because it's only. A, I'll, I is have, there is there a weigh in day like on the scales, really official stuff? Um, yeah, well, like we'll do something. I, we haven't like so he said the twenty first because that's the baby's due date. So it'll be in and around on the 21st, depending on how this fucking baby goes. We'll have a proper way in, um, but I'll make it fine. Like I'm not, there's no issues there around making it, but in terms of the like losing shitloads of weight at one time, that's plateaued a little bit, but I just need to be has 94. The, has the diet loosened? Or no, is it not just really. harder to lose as you get down? It's harder to lose when you get down. The diet isn't as tight, but it's still pretty tight. It's just, you, you do plateau with these things. Like, it's just a part of the fucking the situation. But also, I think as well, like, once you lose weight, I'm also now trying to build more muscle because... You want to be a tough cunt. Well, I want to be a tough cunt. But also, I'm just sort of, like, still a flabby mess here. So, like, you want to tone. Like, yeah. my arms are slowly... Yeah. And I mean slowly, but they're coming back. Oh, they're coming back. They're coming back a little bit. Like, I'm wearing a singlet around the house again. So, it's like, ooh. Oh, she's noticing. Yeah, but not noticing. Noticing, like, the inference of When arms. you say coming back, like, are you... Do you consider yourself to be like, at one point in time, the owner of pipes? I pipes, but only pipes in the sense not pipes where you look at them and be like, oh, that guy's got pipes. <laughs> not like that. Not pipes of consequence. You know what I mean? Not it's pipes more, of substance. No, no, of substance. But more just pipes where you'd go like, they're not. You can see some tries and buys, dude. That's all yeah, you yeah. need. Tries and buys. Tries and buys. Like yeah. I've never had a. I've never had like a bulging vein in my arm. Sure. I'd like one, but you certainly have been able to see like a vein there at some point. Or like if my arms are just hanging, tries are seen. Yeah. Now it's not. If yeah. my arms just hang beside, there's no fucking vision of tries. There's a hint now. There's an echo of tries. Echo. Okay. Did you say that when you like, was that on your, your wish list? Veins popping? No, fuck no, dude. I'm 32. Veins popping at 32. I'm probably gonna have to take some fucking... No, substances. I don't think so. No, no, no. It's got to hit the fucking... It's honestly, it was more just about losing weight and then now I'll try and tone it up. But I've got to just make sure that I'm below, I'm 94 or under for weigh-in day so that I don't get a tattoo of the Olympic rings, which would be tough. Would you go through with it? Well, yeah, I feel like you'd be a fucking coward if you didn't. Will you get another tattoo? Well, if I get the Olympic rings, I will. I'm not against getting another tattoo. Like, I don't really give a fuck. It's just more like there's nothing screaming out at me. I'm not just going to walk into a store and go, give me that. I mean, would I get like, you know, a heap and then have like podcast written on the heap and then or you and I you and sitting I. on top yeah, of yeah. the podcast heap? Yeah. Yeah. I'd think about it. You'd think about that? Yeah, sure. Sure. I'm not ruling it out. Or if Manly win the comp, do I get a Manly Seagulls tattoo or do I just get Manly 13 Manly plus? 22. Manly 13 plus. Love That'd that. That'd be so fucked. Steph would be like, you got a gambling, you got fucking punting. Manly 30. 30. Well, no, it's not punting. It's just. It's just the points that we think they're going to win by. Yeah. Well, but a minimum of. A minimum. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, 
the fight was obviously yesterday and we will get to it uh, shortly. But I was very concerned yesterday because, you know, obviously Steffi in the th- about, to, about to pop any moment and she's at this stage in pregnancy, they're very, she's very tired and like, you know, she's got about 15 good minutes of energy in her a day. <laughs> and that's with the greatest respect. She's like fucking, you know, it's, it's tough. It's a tough slog. But I had to watch this fucking fight. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? And Evie, she's got, she's still, she's like one and a half, bit over. And she's got, still got heaps of teeth coming through. And when they're coming through, it can send them loopy. Like she's pissed off. She can't vocalize what's what's making her angry. So she's just like a mad child. Like just won't stop running around. Sometimes she's crying, sometimes she's happy. And just like trying to, trying to wrangle this fucking toddler. And I'm like, I need to at least have fucking an hour uninterrupted where I don't need to worry about either of them to watch this fight. And then Evie's just in this mood. Steph was cool. Steph's like, yeah, of course, you can watch it. But Evie's a fucking psycho. And I know that if Evie's at like warp speed, I have to, I have to take control because Steph just doesn't have the energy to do it. So I'm trying to like get Evie to chill out and calm down. I'm like, let's watch fucking... It's called Tangled, I think. It's about Rapunzel. Rapunzel being the long-haired. Yes. Anyway, we watch Rapunzel. So what, Tangled in hair? I guess so. And me tangled with a toddler. Anyway, look, as it it all worked out, I got to watch the fight and Evie watched Rapunzel. But then Evie's mother, well, Evie's grandma, my mother-in-law, alerted us to the fact that we might be giving Evie nightmares because at one and a half, she's probably not developmentally at the right point to be watching movies like that. Like she watched it, but then she gets scared when the music, sometimes when just the music gets a bit intense and I'm like, ah, it's all good, relax, relax. But then she's been sleeping kind of bad since we've been making her watch it, like this sort of stuff. And yeah, um, and Marina was just like, yeah, maybe like this is too hectic for a fucking one and a half year old to like see villains and ghoulish fucking people. And like, and I was like, I didn't think of it at all in the moment when it was just me and Evie. She's like scared of like some man who's got like a really expressive face and he's like doing weird shit. And I'm like, ah, it's all good. Calm down, calm down. Now I'm like- It's a movie, bro. Now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that, no wonder she's waking up like at fucking nine o'clock at night after you put it in. She's like, ah, just completely freaked out. I'm like, she's seen ghouls and like scary etch Hans Zimmer music. What like, have you done, mate? I don't know. Back to the Wiggles, though. Back to the Wiggles. Because she sometimes will... Why did you transition away? Because I'm fucking off the Wiggles, dude. <laughs> I'm off them. What about Postman Pat and shit? You, I could have. Honestly, I could have. It's a mistake on our part. <laughs> I could have. And she even... And I feel a little bit bad now as well because sometimes like, do you want to watch something? She'll say Wiggles. I'm like, nah, fuck it. Let's watch Rapunzel. Like, it's a bit more of a storyline to it. And now I'm like... Was that you wanting to watch Rapunzel? Well, no. Like, Steffi said, you know, put like... This was she was started watching one of them that she enjoyed, and I was like, I wanted something where she was going to calm the fuck down. But then I feel bad because she's like asking for the Wiggles, which is a bit more like ABC, blue dog, yellow cat, fucking rudimentary shit. And I'm there trying to, you know, get her across some etched storylines where like some guy got stabbed in Rapunzel. I was like, oh, this is a bit hectic. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> can she can she sit down for an hour? Did you get a clean hour of fighting? Uh, she, I didn't get a clean hour of fighting, no. She was there with Steffi, like, they were sort of playing some games and shit, and then I had to, like, one, at one point I had to sort of pick her up and stand at the door 
to the room where I'm watching the TV. I'm holding her and Steph's laying down and I'm like just making sure that everything's all good. And it was in when the whips were cracking in this fight as well. I'm like, <laughs> fuck me, dude. I just need to fuck you. Mate, the whips were cracking from the air. Everyone kind of thought as well with this fight, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, if you're living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise. Everyone was like, ah, oh, fuck. Do we really want to see a third fight with these two? You know what's funny about that? Is that like, I was, I was, I was annoyed they were fighting again, but I was annoyed they were fighting again because it pre prevented him from fighting Anthony, Anthony Joshua, Joshua, which we all wanted to see. Now, as it's fucking turned out, he lost to uh, Usyk. Usyk the other what? day. I think it's Usyk. Usyk, yeah. Usyk. Uh, anyway, we can get to that the other day. But when I, when I reflect on their first two fights, Wilder and Fury, I'm like, they were fucking unbelievable. So the fact that people were saying they didn't want to see a third from a, from a boxing perspective is sheer madness. No, it was more because, of, because the exactly. first one was a draw, which was a robbery, and then the second one was a fucking mauling. But with this third but it one... But it was still good fun. Yeah, it was still good fight. fun, but he beat the fuck out of him. Like, it wasn't competitive. Apparently, he only threw... That could, it couldn't be right. Like, I couldn't be correct in this one, but it was like... He only threw like 30 fucking punches in the second fight. 30 punt? Nah. Yeah, I know, right? I Maybe it landed right. 30. I don't Maybe know. Maybe landed. But it was like something he got, really he low. Got, he got fucking pieced up. He got fucked up. He looked a shitload better in this fight. He's a yeah. tough motherfucker. They both put on... It's the heaviest, it was the heaviest heavyweight title fight in history. Mate, fucking Fury weighed in. Weighed in at like 125. Yeah, so... And... and what so he was 277 pounds obviously i don't get pounds no one does but apparently heavyweights because he was talking about after the fight like talking back to like uh you know they were asking him where he thinks he ranks he was like oh, i don't i can't fight fighters from the past so i wouldn't want to disrespect him even the ones when heavyweights used to be 180 pounds which is like a middleweight in the ufc or a welterweight no 170 is well 180 pounds yeah what? When? Back Way in back the day, in the day. Yeah, back like, in the like, day, day. Like 1920s, probably. Like, yeah, 1800s and shit. Don't know. But well, because they were showing like lineal British champions, and one of them was from like 1897 yeah. and shit. So, the lineal, like so how does exactly does the lineal work? Because it was like, because I know there's multiple belts, right? Which is a shit show in boxing, but lineal meaning that it's like all the way back, you can trace this cha like champion. Is that sort of how it is? Like, Dave, you can. I've looked up lineal before and it, it hasn't stuck with me. Yeah, right. Dave, way. look up how to exp the explanation for lineal heavyweight champions, like how it well, works. Lineal champion, champion in, gen general. in general. So, yeah, it says the word lineal uh, means of involving or derived from direct descent. Yeah, so, yeah. So lineal champions are descended from the boxer who won the initial box off which started a lineage or title. So I guess maybe before, like what the different before maybe the different organizations came in. So like if you're the champion from fucking, if you're the heavyweight champion from 1950, say when there's only one boxing organization. Yeah, but, he, but he's the lineal champion and he's in this era. Right, so what I'm saying is lineal meaning. Yeah, no, so lineal. You are beating the guy who beat 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 the guy, like no. all the way back? No, 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 because that's just like no. the title. But lineal is basically if you beat the guy who like first held it, essentially. No, so is because it you can't be a lineal champion. If the guy who first fucking held it was from 1950, how the fuck does Tyson Fury beat that? It has to be. 
if at some point there must have been like one predominant, if not one sole boxing championship, right? Like the heavyweight yeah. title. So, so wait, the lineal champion is the goes direct all the way back. descendant of that. That's what I'm saying. So you beat the guy who beat the guy who beat the guy who beat the guy all the way back to that championship. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, uh, I yeah. get you. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah, trying yeah, to work what, out what the difference between that is and like, is it because belts are vacated because they don't fight and shit like that? Uh, yeah, probably. There's probably something to do with that as well. But also like, yeah, okay. you, can be, you can be the heavyweight champion of the IBF and you're not the heavyweight champion of the WBR. Yeah, I understand. Right, so like, so. But the, I'm saying like, Dave, you say what you're going to yeah, say okay. and then I'll it's, come over the top. It says here, um, so in professional boxing, the lineal, uh, sorry, a break in the direct continuity of a lineal championship can occur when a reigning champion retires or moves to another weight class. So essentially it stops being lineal. If someone's like, oh, I'm not fighting for this belt anymore, yes. but someone else is going to win it in a different fight, but I'm just giving it up. I'm not losing this belt. Yes. But yeah. So that's it. So then that's crazy. Then the lineal championship still exists for heavyweights. Because you actually don't hear it talked about all that often in terms of like other f- f- divisions. I'm sure there exists in some, but like the fact that the lineal heavyweight champion still exists is pretty dope. Yeah, that is sick. But it also says here, I don't know if this like means what I think it means, but it says, oh, uh, sorry, lineal championship is a world championship initially held by an undisputed champion and then subsequently by a fighter who defeats the reigning champion. So I think if you become undisputed in whatever, then it maybe starts again as a lineal championship. Oh, okay. Which could make sense is why they're still going. So maybe that's on. Maybe that's because Klitschko held them all, didn't he? Right. Because that, that, that would, would make, make more sense. Because otherwise, that, I'm like, that's, yeah. that seems ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it says here. So if, <laughs> right, yeah, Klitschko was. Klitschko held them all, Yeah, I think. he did. He yeah, did. it says opinions conflict. And he beat him. Yeah. Opinions conflict as to what to do when such a breach of continuity occurs, like someone retiring. Some require that top contenders for the title must fight to become the next lineal championship, while others require a new undisputed champion before the lineage can continue. However, there's no single canonical list of lineal champions. Okay. Was, did, did Fury win all the belts though off Klitschko and then give up some of them when he went through that fucking, I his time off? Well, I think Fury beat Klitschko first, didn't he? And then AJ beat him. So I think, I think Fury beat him, won them all. Then you sometimes like different, different bodies will be like, if you don't defend our belt, you'll be stripped of it. Which he didn't because yeah. he went and fucking... Wigged out. Wigged out. So that might yeah. have been it. And then AJ got him, um, I think. Anyway, we'll work that shit out. But the fight itself was fucking crazy. Like when you talk about what money's worth, like 60 bucks or whatever that thing costs, like you, that's like why you want to be paying... What for, would you pay for that? Put it that way. Exactly. Like I'd pay fucking 500 bucks. If you were going like... If you think about it, what that fight was, like 500 bucks to watch it, I'm like, that was fucking engrossing. It's a lot of money, but like, if you've got a fucking... Well, obviously, like, you know. What I'm saying is, it was worth every fucking penny of 60 bucks and then some, and yes. then some, and then some. Comfortably, then some. comfortably. You and can was, settle on a number that you can afford, but it was... It was, <laughs> of course you can. It was one a of the... A million bucks. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> 
It was as entertaining a fight as I've probably ever watched. That's it, right? That's what's crazy is you're going like, dude, is this like the greatest fight I've ever seen? Because it's kind of sometimes I was think I was feeling that and thinking as I'm watching it, but I'm like, am I just being a hyperbolic swept up in the moment dead shit? And I'm like, no, dude, these motherfuckers are beating the absolute hell out of each other. Mate, Fury drops him in the third, and it looks like it's all over. We were messaging you, we're yeah. going, oh, here we go. And, and then he drops him twice <laughs> in the fourth. I'm like, what is going on? It was so sick. Yeah. And then slowly over the next couple of rounds, fucking Fury just gets to work on it. Yeah, accumulating damage, as I predicted in about even. Um, (laughs) After you stole the (laughs) bet. It was just just so much fucking fun to watch. Yeah. God, it was good. But that Wilder's a fucking tough motherfucker. At the end of the fight, at the end of like, what, round 9, 10, 11, he was literally out on his feet just copying... Such brutal punishment, Such and just staying punishment. there. I'm like, you are a sicko. Yeah, it's it's um like there was. So his record is is insane. Firstly, he's had 42 wins, 41 by knockout. Like what? 42 wins, 41 by knockout. Um, two losses now and a draw, all to fucking fury. fury. Um, his last 13 fights have been title fights. And they were like, if he loses this one, this will fucking really damage his legacy. Which I think was a fair comment potentially beforehand. But then when you see the performance he put in there, you're like, oh, no, it doesn't. He's a tough motherfucker. And like, he... Well, it damages his legacy from the perspective of he is now second... To Fury. To Fury. Fury's the greatest of his generation. And you're like... And I heard someone, it might have been Max Kellerman saying it after the fight, but it was like, you get, he was like, you get the sense that Deontay Wilder beats every single person tonight that wasn't t- called Tyson Fury. Like, he was absolutely there and he was absolutely great. It's just that Tyson Fury is the number one motherfucker. Mm. And then you've got, you know, like you've got Anthony Joshua now who's lost twice to just fucking... No, to, nobody's real. Well, Usyk's apparently all right, but he lost to that fucking donut king, the Mexican. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joshua, at least from shit I've read, has been protected to a degree by his manager and shit, and they've like sort of cherry-picked his fights a little bit. That's apparently though what they do in boxing up until the point when you're ready to fight for titles. is like the first... But he's won titles. Well, no, I know, but so like, and well, he's avoided Wilder, he's avoided Fury. Yes, but he has. He fought Klitschko. the two guys that they know would fucking kill him. And Klitschko was like what forty five? Yes, fifty. It's not the point. No, no, no. What I am saying is that Fury would beat the living piss out of Anthony Joshua. Yes, and you wonder whether it'll ever happen. Like, it well, doesn't really matter now. But like, he's got a rematch with. Well, they they want. He's got a rematch. He got a, well, fuck. They, of course well, they always does. put, they put in. a clause in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the Well, if he can rematch, win them back, then... Then you can fight Fury to unify. Yeah. If you lose, Fury, I reckon Fury fights Usyk and then Wilder should fight Joshua. Joshua. Or Donut King... What's his name again? The Mexican guy. Yeah. What about him? Because he's still in and around. I'd like to see him fight again. Now he's just like a funny character in and amongst the scene, but it's kind of like... Ruiz. Ru- Andy Ruiz, Ruiz yeah. that's it. So you've got Fury, Joshua, Wilder, Ruiz, Usyk. All those motherfuckers. And then Tyson Fury probably just chills for a minute. Tell you what's good. It's, it's good to see. It's been back for a couple of years, but it's, it's good to see the fucking heavyweight. Division, Division just being the fucking creme de la creme again. Yeah. 
It's six nine versus six seven yeah. with the heights yesterday. Yeah, that is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that is serious. They are, they are big, big, Dude. big boys. Six nine. One twenty five, six nine. Fury just leaning on him. Dude, it was funny trying to explain to Steph. Steph's like, that guy's good? Like, you <laughs> see Deontay Wilder, who is this absolute fucking specimen of what human beings can be physically. And then you've got Fury, who's just this flabby fucking shit heap. Couldn't look less like an athlete. You know what I mean? Like, his legs are all weird and, like, bowed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. His legs are tiny. Ella's, Ella's, but they also, like, bow in. You know, like, when they, you see those people and they, like, their knees go in and then out again. Like, Ella's like, it doesn't look like his legs can hold him no, up. No, no. He's just a big, flabby monster. But I go, watch him start moving. And yeah. she was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was like, he's the undefeated one. She was just like, holy shit. But when you start seeing it, when you see him move, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. And this is going to make me sound like a complete fuckwit here. But obviously, those of you that know, I have been doing a bit of boxing training. Literally for like two seconds the other day when we were doing it, Josh of Bronte's Blueies on Instagram, go check him out. If you want to get trained by him, you live in Sydney, DM him. But he was hanging on me. So like he was get yeah, like yeah. clinching me and then going like, and then as we were breaking, I was meant to throw punches. And yeah. it was honestly for like less than three seconds that he would hang on me. And I was just like, holy shit, dude, in a real Is fight, if someone was doing this to me, it would fucking, I would, I was like always panicking, thinking about what it would be like. What, tiring? Tiring as fuck, dude. Just trying to like, you're already tired. Then he's just holding onto you and hanging onto you. And then because, you've got to like break yeah, yeah. off and try. Well, that's and what punch. he did in the first fight, which is why Wilder came in a bit heavier. Yeah. But fucking Fury came in came heavier. Came in even heavier than that. And just lent on him yeah. constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dra like, and I'm, I'm being serious. He was on me. Josh was on me for like three seconds. And I'm like, this would fucking kill you, dude. And he's not even punching me. Imagine doing it for 11 rounds. Exactly. Like... It is such a long time. Yeah. And 12 like, three-minute rounds. And man. by the end of it, when you're hearing... Because I went back and I watched the final few rounds again last night in bed because that's what I like to do when I'm trying to calm the mind before sleep. And put on three, put on three rounds of violence. <laughs> and just hearing the sounds of these fucking monsters like on each other and just like the sound... like. The sound of just their fucking, the thuds of them hitting each other, like they're hitting flesh and they're like, ah, like this grunting. You're like, this is so fucking primal and yeah, aggressive yeah, and like, primal. but and intense. Like to be getting fucking but thudded that hard by the watching like these it monsters. Is prime. Watching it is primal as yes, well. Yes. I squeal and shit. I know. Same. Steph was watching I'm me. Like, I was like, mate, Ella's sister came upstairs and she was like, <laughs> with her friend being like, we thought like someone was being killed. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, well, there's a fucking one of the great fights all time, all time on. So, on. like. That is what's happening. That you is, know? I can't help it. What do you want me to do? Steph was like, dude, and it was even funny when we've put up videos in the past of us watching UFC fights and shit. Um, I can't help it. I no, honestly can't help it. But I'm sitting there. Steph's like, dude, you're trying to evade punches on the couch. Oh, like, you're a big evader. I, I, don't, I don't evade. I I'm can't help it. it. <laughs> I can't help it. And that's not, oh, you do a bit of boxing training, do you? This is before I've ever no, thrown no, a punch. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there going like, oh, 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 oh. And Steph's laughing. And I think she's laughing at like a message or Evie or something. And I look it up and she's looking at me. I'm like, what? She's like, you're like ducking and weaving punches. I'm like, am I? I can't help it, dude. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. But it is primal. And I think we said this as well last night, Eddie. Uh, 
And it's been locked down, so that's just the way it is. But I don't see myself many more times ever watching fights, especially of that magnitude, without at least you or Jarch or Streety around. We're like a little foursome. We like to watch Biffs together. We love watching Biffs together. Uh, and we, we sit there and we fucking regurgitate information we've read. Yeah. Pass it off as our own. Yeah. Uh, and it's just good fun. It's good company. And we scream and we and yahoo. We, we, and then we when yahoo. something crazy happens, we're basically all just like jumping on top yeah. of each other. We can't help it. It's, it's, it's good for the fucking soul. Yeah. Watching fights on a Sunday with your mates is good for the soul. I love our time zone for fights. It it's works so good. I reckon it's better than Saturday night. Sunday lunchtime, Sunday afternoon is so fucking good for watching fights, yep. dude. I love it. It's perfect. I love it. You can get pissed. You can fucking knock off at six. You're fine the next day. It's not a problem. Yeah. It's easy peasy. Lemon, lemon squeezy. squeezy. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking absolutely adore it. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, I would say this, punters and jibblers as well. I was talking with Tom yesterday. We've made a decision. Obviously, we're top of the heap, but like... This is just how I'm going to live my life now. Once you can, once you start buying fights, instead of looking for streams, you'll never go back. Yeah, it is. It's just. It's so much fucking better. It's it, like I can leave the room. Yes. Yesterday I was coming and going, not worried because like, you just know it's there. Because you know on, it's there. It's, good, it's to go. good to go. It won't break. It's fucking ready to rip and tear. Like, well, well look, we're not encouraging the, the illegal downloading of. Fights. No, no, I'm just being. Well, I'm just being honest with the public. Being realistic, like, we no know one, people stream. Uh, guess who fucking streams the most out of any country in the world? Uh, yeah, we're living here. So. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so funny. I don't think it's a fucking. That's not shocking news no. to people. Um, but. We can pass it off as a genuine business expense now. We were we laughing can. about that because that's a nice little But touch. I would I would like, and this isn't an ad. This isn't an ad. No. Although they are a dear friend and a dear sponsor. They shout are out a sponsor. To Ka- <laughs> shout out to KO for fucking sorting out that absolute shit show mess that we've be- had to endure for many years of not being able to get main event boxing fights online. Without a set-top box, yeah. Oh, sorry, I haven't had a set-top box for five years, but you can't watch a fight unless you get a set-top box. It's now on K. It's a fucking game changer. Dude, and that's, and I mean, like, that's the main reason why people are streaming. It's like, well, sorry, dude, I don't have a set-top box and I really want to watch the fight. I don't know anyone that has a set-top box anymore. No. I, I don't know a single person. No, neither. That's why KO's fucking doing, go on the big lift. They, and it's, whether it's UFC as well, they do. It's just fucking... At least fun. with UFC, you've been able to watch it online. Well, yeah, on Fight Pass and shit, for sure. Do you know but what I mean? Whereas boxing, you couldn't. No, I know. Like that's it's what you like had you to could, do. You couldn't. It was fucking ridiculous. But no, we're we are we are fully fledged members of society now who pay for fights. Yeah, we do. And we it's, pay for look, fights. I'm telling you right now, I feel like an adult. Yeah, I feel. Like I feel. Adult. I feel all grown up. It's a game changer. Um, and I think 2022 rolls around. You know, we might have to start doing some. I don't know about necessarily fight companions where we go live, mainly because I don't trust Jarch and Hamish not to say something that will get us cancelled, but. More so, they've you know, got some cancel in them. They've got some cancel in them. Maybe well, we just need to get them. Maybe we just need to get them to a level where they, you know, get the cancel out of them. They'd be they'd be offended to hear that. But I think I, I think that I think, I think one I think, or both of them would admit that. No, that no, is no, potentially. Well, they'd be offended to hear it, but they know it's. <laughs> they know it's the truth. Yeah, maybe um, judge. But I think that you know, depends on how pissed they were, really. Yeah, exactly. Can, we, can you get a cancel button put in? Well, can is, you, can there, is there a delay, Matt? Is that, is that technology yeah, how possible? How delayed are you, Matt, when we do a YouTube live? Uh, depend, uh, either 
30 seconds or 15 seconds. It just it depends on the connection at the time. So you could kill it if someone went rogue. No. But isn't it no, a race? It's, 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 it's not a dump button. No, it's just so a dump there's no dump. No, no, no. So you just have 30 seconds where you're not cancelled. <laughs> 30 seconds to prepare to get your affairs in. I think, you, I think you can do it, though. I think you can do it. I'll look yeah, into we'll it. look into that. We'll look into it. Um, but maybe Because we just... it would be... I think I think it's a good idea, Tom. Yeah. Live stream some biffs moving forward because there's a lot of fucking... There's a lot of dead space in between fights, particularly boxing. Yes. It's like 45 minutes know, between fights. I know, I know, I know, I know. Tom, did you ever have to use the dump button working in radio? The first time I ever panelled, so that's like where you're pressing all the buttons, which I did very rarely. Everyone was like, you want to try and make yourself as valuable as possible, learn all the skills? I'm like, fuck doing the panelling, dude, because there was so much pressure on you. But I had to do it once because the boss of the time didn't roster on a panel operator. And then I get in there and the show's about to start and they're like, oh, we don't have a panel operator. I'm like, holy shit. So I just went in there and tried to do it. And the first fucking break of the show, some drunk motherfucker, it was the Saturday morning show, Dead Set Legends, and this drunk motherfucker who'd been pissing on all night calls up. We're like, great, let's take a call. And he just started going off and Don't swearing. they vet calls? I was the producer, so I had to fucking just... Cause oh, I so you couldn't do too many, couldn't, you couldn't do couldn't, them all at once. I couldn't vet the call and panel when right. I didn't know how to fucking panel operate in it. And then the first thing, I had to fucking dump it. And I was like, okay, well, we're now... Long- not in delay anymore, so I don't know how to fucking get us back in a delay. So we basically can't take calls because I won't be able to dump anything. It was a shit fight. And then the boss you, tried to blame me. Were for you sweating? Not, yeah, dude, sweating. Everyone was always like, you know, you get nightmares about panel operating. I was like, well, I don't need that. Fuck panel operating. I'm not going to do it. Nightmares? Because it's so stressful. They make it stressful, dude. It's like if it fucks up and you go off air and everything, like they make it so stressful. And again, the boss of the time blamed me because he didn't roster on a panel operator. It's the most rinsed I've ever been by a boss ever. I had to go into his office on Monday. He's like, what happened on the weekend? I what go, happens when you dump it? You hit a button. Yeah. It's in 10 or 15 seconds delay. Yeah. And then it basically just cuts out that 15 seconds. Yeah. And you come back up to live. Oh, really? Yeah. And and the host is, a, is made aware? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, we're all in the fucking room together, right? Oh, you're so, all in there. Yeah, so it's like... Oh, so you dump. go, it's dumped, and then you go... And you just come back in. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound like a big deal to me. Well, it's not a big deal. So why is they why they make it a big deal? What do you mean? No, the general panelling of the show, if you then hit dump, like the dumping of something's not a big deal, but then you are out of delay. So now you're just live. So anything that happens, you can't dump. So then you have to go... Oh, so you... Oh, right. Then you have to get back into delay. It's a lot of like... Can you do fucking, that in an ad break? Yeah. Yeah. You can. But you didn't know how. No. <laughs> so basically whoever the fuck rostered you on well i was the producer i wasn't roster i was the producer of the show the boss didn't roster on a panel operator and then he made it my problem he goes what the fuck i called him like with fucking 15 20 minutes for the show to start i go dude there's no panel operator in here he's like why well, am i only here about it now i go because i only just realized there was no one in the studio fucking paneling because i've been preparing the show and he was like well, you should have bloody checked. I go, why would I check? I've never had to fucking check on your work before ever. And he's like, I'll talk to you Monday. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I come into his office. He's like, what happened on the weekend? I'm like, brah, you didn't roster anyone on. Again, I'm not talking like this. I wasn't being a fucking... You didn't brine? I didn't brine. But he was a notorious cunt. And I was like, mate... You should I have brought him. I sh- well, he goes, if you were me, how would you feel about this situation? I just... I, I know this is what I did say. I go... Well, I'd be a little disappointed. I forgot to roster someone on. <laughs> and he goes, 
get the fuck out of my office. Don't you fuck. And he doesn't have a door. He doesn't have a door. So everyone in the fucking office can hear it. Don't you fucking do it. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, and he's like, don't you fucking. And I'm like, all right, man. Got up, walked out. I was casually employed. So I thought, well, this is the end of this job. Um, and then I had to go and like fucking apologize to him. But I was just like, dude, this is like, this was a problem for me. This, you're a fuckwit and you can't acknowledge when you do something wrong. Is he the one that we're... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Karma? Karma kicked in. Yeah. And he was booted. <laughs> and I used to hate listen to the show that he had to do because it was fucking satisfying. Anyway, it's all right. We move on. That's Life Biff's. Is fine. That's Biff's. I was like, I would say this though. Just before we... T- we before we, we bow Biff's completely. We, we, before we bow Biff's. I feel like I need to say it yep. before we bow Biff's. I fucking love mega fights so much. Yeah, same. They make me feel a certain way. And it's hard to explain. Like but nothing it's like, else. But it's just so fucking exciting. It makes me feel alive. Yeah, it makes, yeah, that's probably a good way of putting it. It makes you feel alive. Oh, I messaged you yesterday when they were walking out. Like, we also haven't talked about their walkout get-up. Oh, my so God. So we are unbowing the biffs. But we were, when they were walking out, I sent you a message going, dude, like, I would be absolutely shitting my pants right now. Like, the eyes of the world are on you and you're walking out to go and fucking throw hands with some animal who's been training. That's all they've been doing to fuck you up. For like years. It's just... When, were, when was the second fight? Fucking two years ago. Two years ago, there. That's the, all they've thought about. The cojones on anyone who does it, but obviously these two yesterday, is just like, I'm nervous. As you say, I feel alive, but like I get anxious watching fights that I am, have, am invested in. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah. I care about the outcome. I'm sitting Well, that's there, usually a mega fight. You usually... You're usually invested Fairly one invested. way or the other. Yeah. But I'm like sitting there on the couch, my heart thumping, like just anxious as shit, feeling alive. Feeling alive. I, I, can't be, I can't imagine what it would be like to actually do it. Like prize fighters fascinate me. The mentality. The of mentality, like, like you are the best in the world at being able to bash someone, <laughs> essentially. Like you train and you commit yourself to that degree for that amount of time and then you... The build-up is so intense. You're fucking talking heap of shit in press conferences that millions of people are watching. You've got to back, circulated around back it the up. world. You've got to fuck all this fucking pressure to deliver and at like, the moment in front of that many people. It's so intense. The bit that I sort of think Huge of... Huge money at stake. When you see them, like when the undercards are happening and they cut to back in the dressing rooms and they're just like, that That to me would be the worst part of the whole fucking Mate, thing. I would be head over a bucket fucking wide as a wide as it goes you know like, the only thing I'd I can compare it to is when we were backstage for yeah, the yeah. the great cricketer yeah, and how were we we were fucking nowhere <laughs> and then they cut into Fury and he's like singing Sweet Home Alabama dancing around when fucking Wilder took forever that was his flex on like you wait for me, yeah, even though he was first. And and he was so... You can just tell, as soon as... Like, obviously you don't know, but Wilder was trying too hard to be like, I'm not fucking wigging out about this. So if, you, if those that didn't watch the fight, Wilder took like an extra 20 minutes to come out. He was... At the start, he was like... There was whispers that he was fucking saying he couldn't get his gloves on and all this crap. But it was basically a man used to coming out second... That was now coming out first. That was like, well, I'm going to make him wait. So then they were cutting to Fury and he was in there relaxed as fuck, as fuck, 
singing Sweet Home Alabama and shit, dancing like just sort around. of dancing around while everyone, his whole entourage just watches him. Yeah, they all you just know, like, sort of weird. Like, well, yeah, I, yeah, I was singing that as well, right? Like, where it's just, they obviously know at this point it's like, okay, he's just probably in his own head, just getting ready. Like, let's not fucking go and say, good luck, bro. Talk to him. It's just like, fucking yeah, leave me Shut alone. your fucking mouth shut your and mouth let him and just, let me cruise just around. smile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, put a positive, <laughs> put on a happy face and just let me bounce face. around the fucking... But when he walked out, what was he... Was that... He was dressed as a Spartan. That's what, that, now, that was Omen Central for us. Was that a Spartan? Our... Were those hats Spartan? Looked like Roman to I me. thought it was Roman as well, but then they had... Someone said to us Spartan. Going the off the movie 300, they were Spartans. They yeah. didn't wear those helmets. Did they not? Don't think so. Could be wrong. Yeah, we could be Happy wrong. to be wrong. I seem to remember when there's like a slow-mo scene. God, that's a good movie. I'll watch that again. Are they something... Spartan in Troy? No. Oh. Yeah, they are. Yeah, maybe. And they're not wearing them either. But uh, in 300, there's like a thing where there's like a, a blade flying through the air and it like slices the top of those helmets off, like the hair That's or something. That's true. Maybe I'm not remembering correctly. Well, look. Dior's I mean, on it. Yeah, he's on it. You need those little fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear him. I can hear him. But it looked like it was the most ridiculous outfit that he was wearing, Tyson Fury. Like, it looked like he'd got it from Toys R Us. It was, it was brilliant. It though. was, oh no, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was brilliant in how weird in it how, but, like, but what about when it started off with that fucking weird guy, like, oh, yeah, with the long yeah, nails like, on his skin and shit? Fuck? I was like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, that what was What the weird. fuck is happening? That reminded me of Xerxes from 300. Yeah, 100% it did. 100, that's, you took the words right out of my mouth. It was weird stuff, but it was it was good stuff. And and listen, Deontay Wilder after last the last one where he came out and he said like the fucking walking out with his suit on like mate was too heavy and that's why he lost again bullshit excuses. Uh, he looks like a bad motherfucker when he comes out in those outfits. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, the he bronze looked, bomber. He looks sick. He dude. looked fucking. Those masks he gets made dude. are fucking loose. Yeah, that looks sick. And then Tyson- it was like a nod to his. He'd sort of done his uh, his lineage and. Dated it back to a certain tribe in Nigeria. Oh, really? Maybe I could have got that wrong, but somewhere in Africa. And it was like a nod to That's sick. that tribe. That's sick. Yeah, it was And mad. it looked fucking cool. And to see that, and it looked really cool, and he looked fucking fearsome, and he's jacked, and he just looks sick. And then Tyson to come out with this <laughs> absolutely ridiculous... Toys R Us fucking Spartan outfit. Started off by this but weird flamboyant really Xerxes. Yeah, yeah. But like walking just like, yeah, here we go. It's like, what the fuck, fuck is this yeah, guy I know. doing? And then he's got fucking uh, AC, Thunderstruck. And then playing. Thunderstruck starts. You're like, okay, this yeah. is very. And then he puts his Jesus hat on and yeah. starts like dancing and shit. I'm like, this, this is, is all, fucking absurd. This is all over the shop here. I'm down for it though. Boxing walkouts are sick though. Yes. I love them. Yeah. I think on the whole, they're a bit more, they're better than UFC. They're more theatrical. Yeah, more showy. More show, more ridiculous. Ridiculous. That The more ridiculous, the better for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. And then you, like then Fury's you come out in the past, literally carried out on a throne. Yeah. That 6'9", fucking 277 <laughs> pounds, having some poor bastards going, yeah, no. oh, what a horrible snap. Um, that's right. I watched some NFL. Um, the disappointing thing from... Deontay Wilder. The whole second, after the second fight, all this shit about Fury cheating and like shit in his gloves, like whatever. I'm cool with that as like a tactic to sell the third fight if you really want to. Like it makes you look like an idiot, but whatever, that's fine. But after the second, third fight where you just get fucked up, like it's an amazing fight though, like a, an all time great fight that you lose, unfortunately, but you don't lose any fans. Like you were tough as fuck. He. Fury goes to shake his hand and he goes, I don't respect you, and gets out and walks out of the ring. You're like, 
You don't cars. respect a man that's beat you three times, yeah. and you're like, like what's? But like after all that shit you've spoken about him, you lost to him. You know you lost to him. What, what did you say earlier? Forty two wins, forty one knockouts. Yeah. The guy's beaten you three times. Yeah, yeah. The first one was a draw, but everyone knows he won. You got to respect that man, surely. If you got to respect also, him, like, who the fuck the, do you respect? But just in the, in the, uh, you know. Na- the nature of sport, like you fucking be a good, you got to be a good loser. Like you've got to, you, you d- nothing. You are the only one that looks bad if you're a salty loser, dude. Like if you lose, you have to show respect to the opposition, even if you fucking hate them. Good win, mate. Like well done. Yeah, it's 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 not great for Brandy Onto. Dude, he looks like a fucking sook. He looks after like after all sook. the cheating rhetoric, and then it's and like, they're not going to fight again. So no. like, no. What's it all for, mate? That. Nah. What's it all for? Anyway. anyway, fucking great way to spend a Sunday afternoon, punters yeah. and dribblers. If you didn't watch it, then shame on you. You missed out. Shame on you. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you were doing with yourself. No. You were playing a shocker. Put playing an absolute shocker. You have to watch these things. You have to be there for these things. You have to be smart. These things just are like... They don't come up... It's, mate, it's not fucking Sunday afternoon football, which you can set your watch to, that's on at four o'clock every Sunday. You just don't know you when... You don't know gonna, when... The, you don't know. We could wait. We could be... It could be three years away, yeah. the next big boxing fight. No, or, but just... Or even like... Not even necessarily the big, next big one. You might have a big one that flops. But you know what? You're still talking about... People still talk about Thriller and Manila. Fucking Rumble and the Jungle. Like, we're like, A, we might not have another mega fight for three years. And B, it might be shit. Yeah. So you just have to be watching for these things. You got to, and it's what be. Steph was laughing at. Steph goes, it's so funny. Every time you guys watch them together or the last couple of times, they've been shit house. And then when you guys aren't together, it's like the greatest fight of all time. Could you imagine it? Yeah, and the Volkanovsky one, which we weren't together for, was a fucking, was a fucking ripper as well. was a absolute ripper as well. Annoying. Yep. Anyway. We've watched good fights together, though. Oh, fuck yeah. So she's not 100% She's not right. entirely right. And no. listen, I had to let her know that. But. <laughs> Look, I she's think not, she's, she's like, she's part right. I think she's just pushing us to get the band back together. You know what I mean? Love I'm that like, from yeah, Steph. Love, love that. That. Uh, that is Biff's. Eddie, I think that you and I, uh, you know, look, we've been long-term fans and supporters of the King, King Kyrgios. And we, we were saddened to see this week that he has, him and his miso. Shiz, shiz, shizzy, shizar. I don't know. He was he wrote it on a fucking screen once. Miss your shiz after he broke up with her, and then he's at the Oz Open. Listen, it's been a tumultuous relationship. It's been Dawson's Creek, the OC played out in front of us, in front of you know our real life. Plenty real of Dawson's Creek about a lot it. Of Plenty Dawson's of OC. Creek. Yeah. Plenty of drama. So Shout anyway, the, the King has they got back together they have but whenever they whenever they blew the missus turned straight to instagram and just fucking starts lighting him up burning this like torching this motherfucker on instagram they just coming back from the u.s because i think they were over there for the u.s open and then they cruised around yep to my knowledge they were back in adelaide quarantining together when she started yeah, he was coming out because his mum's sick so he's he's like sort of dropped the rest of oh he's really? bailing on the season what's wrong with the mum? like bad bad sick is it yeah not not great sick. oh fuck i think heavy. he's having time off indefinitely as far as i'm aware right um so he's come home early quarantine with the missus uh nick who is you know nick is anyone shocked if nick's rooting around put it this way has Nick got scallywag in him? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Now, He's fucking, what, 25? Shitloads of money. Shitloads of money. Bit of bravado. Everyone throwing themselves at him. Yeah, like, yeah. listen. Good looking guy. Who? It's not for us to judge if he's cheating. Who gives a shit? If he's been a piglet, whatever. But this chick, she's been sent photos of him laying in with a, 
from a bird laying in bed with him. Uh, and this has all happened whilst they're in quarantine together. So that is got to be one of the most... Is that the worst? Is that like hell on earth? It's hell Locked on earth. in a fucking room with your girlfriend and she finds out you've been cheating Chiara Passari is her name. I think Chiara. Perhaps. Chiara. Thank you, Dave. That's why you're here. So she's, she's, she's put up the photo of Nick clearly in bed with another woman. Like this has been sent from the other woman, I yeah. would say. And it says, ask me a question. What happened that fateful night at 161 nightclub? That girl naked in bed with him isn't me, by the way. Hope that clears it up. Sweet. Okay, sure. What else have we got? You can just click along, Dave, and they'll mm. keep going. Did you know Nick Yeah, so she did it. She basically didn't ask me anything on her Instagram where she just gets any all these followers asking her questions. She's just answering them all. Someone asked, Do you, did you know Nick cheated on you when he wrote your name on the Oz camera after wins? No, sad face. How embarrassing for me, though, lol. After Valentine's Day, Nick posted a photo of us, and that's when I found out about him hooking up with a different girl at the club to this girl he slept with on a separate night. He begged me to come to Melbourne after he knew... He was getting with multiple girls, by the way. Listen, well, there might be a few more he just clicked through, but she... Like, I can completely think, like, it's reasonable for a girlfriend to be upset if her boyfriend's cheating on her, right? Like, that's all good. Sh going to Instagram, like, doing all of this shit to this level is completely unnecessary and fucking crazy town, right? Like, this is mental. She's done it, like, ten times. Anytime they have a, anytime they have a fight... No one knows that you're fucking breaking up, dude, or that she's cheating on you. Like, why the fuck are you going and, like, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. You're making this everyone's business by going to Instagram. But that's what she wants, that. I know. She wants to bury him. Yeah, she wants to bury him, which makes her a piece of shit. It depends how you look at it. But they're both pieces of shit. They're both pieces we're of not, shit. We're not saying that Nick Curios isn't a little piglet who's cheated on his missus, <laughs> but, like, that happens. You know what? Relationships, relationships happen. Right, like a relationship, breakups, this, that, it happens. Obviously, it's not nice to be cheated on or to, you know, if you are doing the cheating, it's not. But like, this is character assassination and burying some cunt on Instagram. He's not responding at all. Look, at the end of the day, what a kind of a situation to be in in lockdown. They now, had to go and change. They got separated yeah. by the police because it got so <laughs> hectic. They had to split them up. Because they were like fucking got like the full Barney in there. Dude. Imagine the screaming and shit. It would have been a fucking zoo. Dude, this is the best though. And this is why Nick Curios. I absolutely believe this is true because he's such a piglet. And this is an excuse story. One time before he was coming over to mine and had just spent the weekend in Sydney, he sent me a photo of a massive hickey on his neck and said, babe, I'm just sending you this now before I come over and you freak out. But this hickey isn't from a girl. My mate gave it to me. <laughs> I love it from the king. That's a bold play. <laughs> the, ki the king. That is so bold. That's, that, that is, is as so bold, bold a play. You're better Name off. Name a bolder play. That's the biggest Hail Mary play of all time, surely. Surely you say a fucking tennis ball hit you in the neck. Dude, surely you make up a lie for why you can't go over. Sorry, I've been called into some last-minute emergency training camp. With He's like, you know her. what? I'm just going to lean into this. Yeah. Well, she's obviously bought it at the time. Well, that's true. 
She's only bringing this one up now. Because he's been like, it's so outrageous. Because he's probably gone. I wouldn't have seen you otherwise. It's so outrageous. Yeah, why would I come over? Why would I come over? My mate did it to me. Bit of a giggle. Like, so, there's a bit of genius in it. To be me. honest, in the moment, it probably worked perfectly. I think it did. Hide in plain sight. I think it did. Now it's completely obvious yeah. because you've been illuminated to the fact that Nick is a pig. But before you knew that, you were prepared to believe his, his little fucking... His little... His uh, little tail. His little, that, that his mate gave him a hickey, which is... I've never... Put it that way. I've never heard of a mate giving a mate a hickey. No. And I've never... I can't imagine myself allowing you to suck on my neck to the point where it's bruised. I mean, for any reason. Unless you're sucking out poison. Unless mate, you've been bitten by like yeah, a... But like, look... Snake? Uh, they, don't, they don't just pop up immediately, the hickey. You gotta do some sucking. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You gotta. It's like you gotta I was, put some work in. It was like I was bitten on the leg by a snake, but you want to suck the poison out through my neck. Well, I'm just saying to allow another man to suck on your neck <laughs> to, the but, point to the point that it bruises for a giggle is it's a it's a fucking big ass. The hickey. It's very intimate. The hickey is actually such an unnecessary byproduct of just getting a little hot and heavy. Like when you're a kid. Like, and I mean, a kid, when you're like 16, 17, 18, and you're just sort of discovering all this shit. Like, I've had hickeys before, but never really. Well, they're, like, they're, they're, they are a mark of the youth. Yeah. What I find interesting is how old is this story? Because if Nick is allowing himself to get hickeys, hickeys, hickeys aren't that commonplace. No, but they're also not that enjoyable. <laughs> no, it's like, no. it's not somewhere it's like a really sexual, it's like keep sucking. No, no, no. You no got, as you no, said, you've got to put in work. You've got to put work in. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, licking, kissing, a little, like a Licking, kissing, sucking, fucking. Suck, a suck for a second, sure. But the, the continued same spot, dice in the fucking area. Yeah, exactly. It's a big day. You basically need to have a leech on your neck. But he's, you know, and he's allowing it. He's like, fucking can you, play on. Dave, can you Dior what the, like, I, what is happening when you get a hickey? I, I think, just to play devil's advocate here for Nick, mm. I reckon the, the, the lady that's given it to him has left an intentional mark. 100%. But you should know Almost that. like branding. Yes. And he's... He, he's not fucking... He's not prepared to say no to He's not playing eyes up footy. No, Put he's it that like, way. fuck it. Brand me, baby. That's fuck it footy. Yeah, that is fuck it footy. Well, I mean, Nick is a... <laughs> Nick might be, outside of rugby league, the number one proponent of fuck it footy. Yeah, he's the fucking... He's, he's the, the pin-up boy. He's the pin-up boy for fuck it footy. It's the way he plays his tennis. Clearly the way he conducts his personal life. <laughs> He's just like, fuck it, I'll find an excuse. There's nothing eyes up about this, no. mate. No, oh, fuck it. Yeah, my mate gave me the hickey. Yeah, yeah. So it says here, uh, a hickey is a dark red or purple mark on your skin caused by intense suction when your partner, or I guess in Nick's case, your mate, <laughs> sucks on and bites your skin. The pressure breaks little blood vessels under the surface, and then those broken vessels release tiny spots of blood called patechi or something. Sure. Okay. There you go. First blood vessels. The hickey a huge day. Like the hickey is not a mature sexual indulgence. I no, it's very immature. Very well. It's like it's again. It's the sign of the youth. Yeah, it's not a kink. Well, I'm sure it might be a kink for some people, but like you know, go get suction cups if you really want to. I'm get sure. I'm sure bit. some people find it kinky. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't sit in that camp. No. I don't want to be branded walking Neither. around town. I don't want to have to go up to the coffee shop and fucking hickey have eyes on, on me yeah. wearing a fucking scarf in the middle of summer. <laughs> I don't need that. No one needs that. You look like a fucking idiot. You look like an idiot. And you, but you look like more of an idiot with a hickey on you. You know, so it's no, like, no, you look more... You, you look like a fucking dead doesn't matter what you're doing, you look more ridiculous with a hickey. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. No. You look 
more ridiculous. You can never, you can never look better. With it him. doesn't look cool. No, it looks. You probably ridiculous. think it looks cool when you're fucking seventeen. Fucking and yeah, when you're sixteen. Maybe you're though, even then, you're still embarrassed about it. Yeah, to a degree, but you're like, yeah, got a hickey. Fucking I remember a guy in our year. He got a hickey so like so intensely. It looked like a fucking mole on his neck. Like it was. It was like he'd been sh- like a golf ball had been shot into his neck, like it was perfectly round and just black. <laughs> and it was like that was you and your miso have almost set out. All right, it's Sunday. Let's just sit here and let's rip in. Like it was so. It didn't look cool. It looked ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Like the, the work required. Yeah, and the PE our PE PDH PE teacher was just bagging the fuck out of him the whole class. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious because like, what can you do? You're in a tie and shit, and it's like it's sitting above your collar of your school. Oh, shirt. above the neckline. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're in trouble. You're in big, big trouble. The the hickey kink seems to be very much tied into the world of like you know scratch marks, little bites, like like BDS. Not yeah. BDS. Is it BDSME? It's one of those letters which is like the pa- they like a bit of pain and like a bit of bruising and stuff. Yeah, it didn't, doesn't really. I don't remember it hurting as much as it just feeling. Well, like I maybe think, it's yeah. the mark. Yeah, it's yeah, being marked. marked. Yeah, being marked. But it, yeah. it would seem that the people it's like that branding are into without that. the fucking hot iron. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, Yellowstone. So you're saying like hot candle wax and fucking whips and shit. Yeah. Scratching and nails think, down the back. Yeah, the hickey, in that world. the hickey is the entry level to that world. Yeah, I that is. Say. It's a gateway. It's, yeah. a, gate, it's yeah. a gateway drug. It's a gateway of. sexuality. Gateway uh, kink. Proclivity. Gateway kink. Gateway kink. Because if you... I was... I'm not a scratch my back either. Like I don't mind, again, not to get too into like sexual fucking interests <laughs> here, but like... If you scratch and... If you, if you mark me up with your fingernails, problems. If you're taking chunks of my fucking yeah. skin out with your nails, we've yeah. got huge we've fucking got problems. Huge problems. Because now I can't sit in a chair without <laughs> being in pain. Or hop in a shower and you're like, ah. Then ah. that's not a quick fix. No, dude. That's not, that's not a fucking how an hour's up. I should yeah, be good yeah, to go. No, no, no. That's, that's like a week long. That's blood showing up through the t-shirt. That's scarred up. Now yeah. I've got scabs on my back. Yeah, we don't need me? that. Look no, like we hit with a no, cat of nine no, tails. No, no, dude. No. <laughs> someone said here on Reddit. I've had my back bloodied a few times, especially in college. Walks of shame are different when your back is bleeding and you can't find your shirt, especially when an officer stops you. Bro, I've fuck never been that. I've never been scratched up to that degree. No. Fuck no. Don't do that. I mean, good luck to you if you're into it. If you are... Good for you. No, call the dribbler hotline, not with like, oh, yeah, I love getting scratched. I'd love to hear your explanation. Yeah, if you love getting scratched, talk us through it. Because I need to know. I'd love to know. I need to know. I have to know how you deal with the aftermath. Or even just kinks in general. If you've got a kink for us. Send it in. Send in your kinks. Sucking on toes and shit. No, thank you. I'm pretty... I'm, I'm pretty kink free. I'm pretty kink free. Like, you know, you, you, can, you can be like positions and shit, but that's not kinks. kinks no, I'm talking, like no, I'm, t- I'm talking... Feet. Yeah. Armpits, fucking shoes, whips. All that shit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Maybe I'm not adventurous enough. Maybe I'm old fashioned. Maybe I'm a fucking loser. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing out. Yeah. But it's 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 a world that I'm a little uh Well just is not it o- I'm not au fait with it. No, not au fait with it. Um but, but anyway. shout out to Nick who clearly is. Clearly But you know what? When you fucking when you play fuck it footy in every aspect of your life, like hasn't had a coach for ten years, walks around with hickeys on his neck saying his mate gave it to him, like part of that I respect, even though he's a pig, he's a piglet. Yes. I respect how unashamedly piggish <laughs> he is. 
even though, you know, again, you do feel sorry for anyone. You can see she's clearly upset and she's a young girl doing dumb shit, but you're also like, like if you're his family, Kyrgios's family, and you're seeing his, your, your son's miso doing this shit, you're like, bruh, my fly's down. You're like, what the fuck are you doing with this chick? Get away from her. Like, why are you even in a relationship, dude? What's the point? Yeah, that's what I can't quite work out. Don't fucking don't, don't, don't fuck with this poor don't girl's fuck heart. Fuck with this poor girl's heart. Like, if you want to go rip and tear, rip and tear, but rip and tear in your own terms. Yeah, don't, don't drag him. someone else into don't it. Don't drag her around. And sh- like, he'd get a rude knot if he wanted. He'd get a couple. <laughs> I don't think Chongen is a problem for Nick. He could how, honestly, if he was overseas playing tennis, he could get yeah, five well, or six a could. day if he wanted. Yeah, he's he's the, again for men that make it in the world, they are able to. Uh, Hack the system. Yeah. Well, he's becomes, the, he can hack the system. Because it's a, you know... The system's there to be hacked. The si- but the, not, all, the, not all of us have the key. In the general, you know, day-to-day world, it is, and rightfully so, the women that hold the key. But then, you know, you become a Brad Pitt or you become yeah. a Nick Curious. Or you become rich. <laughs> or you become loaded. And then you can hack the system. Yeah. Some of you can hack the system. There are hacks. There are, way, there are people out there who have hacked it. There are hackers. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. There are hackers. Um, take 708 wickets and you've hacked it. Take 708 wickets. That's not even a hacking. That's more like you've earned, you've earned the right. You've beaten the game. Well, it's a hack of it's sorts. A hack. Well, it is a hack. It, it's a hack. You know, whether you like it or not, it's a hack. Mate, when you have three women over and you leave all the windows open and you keep the neighbours up all night as you go on one of the great sex romps all time, you've hacked the system. You've hacked the system, but two of them were sex workers, so you'd assume that he has outlays. Oh, they were too. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, bit. I think he paid for those. Is, is that using cheat? <laughs> well, how do we know he paid for them? We don't know. You know what I mean? They would have been like, you don't have to pay for that. No, no, no. That After was that, tremendous. That was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Um, That's what I like to think happen. Yeah, of course. That's what I like to sit up at night and sort of imagine. Uh, but that's <laughs> Nick Kyrgios. Shout out to the king. All hail the king. Gypsy king into the king of fuck it footy. Theme here. And we press on. One thing before we do move on to more sport, Eddie. I don't know what it is, right? I don't know what the exact technological adv- advancement needs to be. Or not even advancement, mm. but just technological sort of addition to our life. But I feel like there's got to be some sort of alarm, whether it's on your Apple Watch, on your phone, some sort of reminder, even if it's in the bathroom of your house, but that like for the next 24 hours after you've consumed beetroot, you need to have something that reminds you that you have so that when you take a shit or a piss, you don't think you're dying because I forget every time and then I have red wee-wee or poo-poo and I'm like, holy fuck. Death's on the door. Look who's knocking at the door. I didn't think we were going to be... I didn't think that's where we're going. <laughs> I, didn't, I honestly didn't think that. That's taken me right off guard. Um, I know what you're saying though, Tom. I'm, just, I'm just trying to workshop it. <laughs> I'm just trying to workshop it in my head. Don't pretend for one second that you don't... I, surely everyone who's consumed beetroot has had a moment where they've gone... <gasps> I'm in trouble. Did I say that? No, I'm just saying. I think how it would work is, you know, <laughs> you'd have your phone and you'd mark where the where the the John is on the map, so that your phone, from a GPS perspective, is aware. If you if you're there for in that area for longer than sixty seconds, yeah, push notification. You get a push notification. Hi, I'm guessing you're on the John. Remember, you had beetroot yesterday. How do you feel about the news that 
Michael Slater of Slats fame has been sacked from Channel 7 or moved on in the wake of his challenging the leader of our nation, Scott Morrison, to a debate post, you know. Is that why he was fired? That's the yarn. Or is he, or are they looking for something? Well, My guess would be, <coughs> how many years has the cricket been with seven now? Three, two? Two or three, I yeah. think it's been two summers. This is just, I'm just playing the other side of the coin. Yep. They might have sacked him because he challenged the fucking leader of the country to a debate, which seems... While well, un- he was high on club sandwiches in an Indian resort. We've been over that. Go back through the back catalogue. That is maybe a small possibility. I think what is more likely is that he's contracted for X amount of time. The feedback hasn't been great on slats. It does say here... Channels- and that they've told him to move on. Channel 7 decided not to renew the 51-year-old's contract due to budgetary restraints. There we go. There's a quote, unfortunately, business decisions have to be made from time to time, and unfortunately, we're not in a position to renew it. If you don't think that it's because he challenged (coughs) Scott Morrison to a fucking debate when he had a few fucking club sambos. I don't reckon. 100%. Do you reckon? Yeah. 100%. Kerry Stokes, owner of Seven, big ScoMo Liberal Party fan, for yeah. sure. Mate. And, and, and to be honest... Okay, fair enough. I... Do, we, do you love Slats? I don't mind Slats. I don't love him, but I don't mind him. When you look at who Channel 7... Can you just, Dave, get up Channel 7's cricket roster? When you look at who there is, I don't think that they're overflowing with talent. They've got the great Ricky Ponting. Who's the... Who's fucking phenomenal. Like, right? without Ricky... They're in big trouble. They don't have many people. They don't have many people there where it's like I think that you can be reasonably. Have they got Gilly? Oh, no, he's no, 10. he's Fox. Oh, he's Fox. That's right. So they got this was uh, at the start of this year. Yep. So assuming it hasn't changed much. Ponting. Yep. Mel McLaughlin. Mel's, yep. Um. Uh, Sunil Gavaskar, yep. Brian Lara, Michael Slater gone now. Damian Fleming. Mm. I fucking cannot stand Flem. No disrespect. <laughs> Alison Mitchell, James... Mm. Ali Bra- Mitchell's good. James Brayshaw. Brayshaw a bit AFL-y. Lisa Sathalika. Yeah. Lisa Stalaker, she's yep, good. There you go. Uh, Tim Lane, Simon Kadich, Greg Blewett, Brad Hodge. Because you can't be getting rid of slats. You it's can't be thin. getting rid of slats It's a bit there, thin dude. on the ground. That's thin. It's a bit thin on the ground. Slats is good. He's a bit of a dribbler. I mean, you know, he's yeah. a bit of a fucking how you going, but like slats is good. He brings a bit... He brings something to it. He brings something. He's better than fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got more personality than those people. And cricket commentators, cricket people in general can be dry as an old Jats bicky. Sometimes dry is good. You like dry if it's fucking substance dry, substantive yeah. dryness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just dry because you're shit. Because you're shit. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference, big difference. Cricket is dry, but it's substantively dry, if that makes sense. I don't even know if I'm saying the word right. Who cares? It, it's in the ballpark. It's there. I'm kind of it's right. It's there or thereabouts. It's there or thereabouts. You know what I'm saying? I know. We, okay, so I may have been wrong about the slats thing. I may have been... Like, that's outrageous. They don't have fucking enough... I don't know who but, their but plans when you go, are. But when you go through the list... Your eyes are illuminated to the fact that they don't have a whole lot of fucking credibility sitting on the fucking. Like, I mean, the Cadditch credibility, Hodge. You've got some credibility. Like, you don't have much. You don't have much credibility mixed in with uh, charisma. Because if you're a commentator, you need credibility. You need charisma. Now, there ain't charisma on there. Simon Cadditch, no disrespect, not a lot of charisma. But what I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, like a big name, like Ricky Ponting's yeah. a big name. Slater 
is a big name. Slater is also a he's a store. He's from the the Halcyon days of the and, Channel Nine. Well, that's what I, and, and you need a bit of Halcyon. Yes, you do need a bit of Halcyon. Like Cadditch was sort of the back end. He wasn't Channel Nine fucking cricket commentary though, you know. No, like, but uh, he hasn't done a he hasn't done a fucking internship or a tutelage. No, under the great under Channel the Nine great cricket yeah team. under the under the great the big three. Yes, exactly. Two of which are no are sadly gone, but. It's an interesting decision. It's a fucking bold one. I wonder who they're going to replace him with. Again, like, I don't know if we've talked about this enough. Ricky Ponting is fucking excellent. Yes, he's excellent. I'd go as far as saying that he's the best now. Yep. I'd go. He's, he's, it's, it's him and there was another one that I was fucking loving at one point. But Ricky's certainly the best, if not fucking equal first. Obviously, the Fox commentary on the whole is better. Yes, it's funny though that someone and I hope they need to fucking put a like a uh, they need to rein in Warney a little bit because Warney's fantastic, but he's because he's so good because he's hacked the system, <laughs> he's given free rein to just be too much. And I'm like Warney, I need you to be well, able. Well, he to doesn't like, have a Bill Laurie or a fucking Tony Gregg. Just go, sort shut of just the fuck going, up, just Warney. Like a little smack. Yeah, he's he's the top of the tree now. Whereas before at Channel 9, he was able to get fucking... He had a choker chain on him and they'd just pull the leash a little bit. He probably enjoyed it because that's Warney. But, like, you know, he was able to keep him in line. Punter. Punter doesn't have the showiness about him, but he's got the charisma and he's got the... Uh, the insight. The, well, yeah, but he's got the credentials to be able to say whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, you mean the fucking... The second best batsman we've ever produced? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that fucking holds up. And he's got a good voice. He looks good. He's obviously got his hair thickened, which is fine. Well, of course he's probably well, he's on the well, he's on the TV now. He's on pilot, um, but I just don't think you can afford slats to go for Channel Seven, in my opinion. Budgetary constraints. He would have been on a big wicket. I don't think it'd be as I big think as that, you think. You don't reckon? Does it say what he, what he was on? He a bit of money. No. They're losing money hand over fist, seven apparently, on the cricket. Yeah, it really? doesn't say what he was on. But he did say Slats has come out and said since um, he's been sacked, he goes, uh, it says here in the Daily Mail article, it says he added in hindsight he would have handled things differently, saying he was completely overwhelmed and he did not mean to be disrespectful. He said, if I had my time again, bearing in mind it could have had a link to what's just happened to me at Channel 7, no, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So, okay, he spelled it out he in no uncertain terms. Knows. And, and, then, <coughs> and then he comes out and says, uh, so they asked him if he would be apologising to Scott Morrison. He just answered and said, all I'll say is that I'll be voting for ScoMo at the next election. I admire what he does, but no apology. Interesting. That's, That's cryptic. That's a weird fucking response. That's a... He- <laughs> That's also like... Look, I think for those playing along at home, it's a lesson. Don't let your emotions get the better of you. You know what I mean? Take a breath. Take a breather. Turn your phone off But If you've got a gut full of club sambos, if you've got a gut full of club sambos and and, uh, pina coladas in a Maldivian hotel... Put your phone away. Put the phone down and stop complaining about the fact you can't get home because some people actually have some real fucking problems. Yeah, you don't have real problems, bro, because you're onto your fucking seventh pina colada and you've already had three fucking club sandwiches. It's not even 12.30, okay? Get some real fucking problems. <laughs> you get and some- Dave Warner are beating the fuck out of each other in the hotel pool. Like, get some problems, bro. Get some real problems, dude. People have some real issues. 
People's businesses bet, are falling yeah, apart. Yeah, when he was fucking writing those tweets, trying to be a mad cunt. Yeah. I don't think he thought he was going to get sacked. No. He thought he probably would have wooed up a bit. Yeah. Had he known. But it's funny because everyone at the time was like, fuck ScoMo. And I mean, still, I think a lot of people still feel that way. I hope they do anyway. But you, you know what it's like? You know, if it's like if your mate and his missus break up and you're like, fuck her, bro. Like, she, you, you, know, you don't need it. And they get back together and you're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. The mood's changed since the last time we had a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Where it's so like, you know, yeah. everyone's like, fuck ScoMo. So he's yeah. like, fuck you, ScoMo. Let's debate. And then now everyone's chilled out from that time it's, period. It's better to just keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. And it, it, it relates to both instances. Yeah. When your mate breaks up with a missus, just, just say, keep, nothing. Say, <laughs> say fucking nothing. Say, go, oh, I hope you're all right. Yeah. Yeah, she fucking did this. That. Oh, dude, that sucks. I've, you I've, had... fuck, I've, fuck, I've done that before where I've fucking bagged a mate's missus and they've been back together and it's like, great. Whoops. And they don't forget what you said. Of course they don't. Um, of course they don't. You're just trying to be a supportive friend, and then they basically throw that support. So, what do you reckon for Slats? Does he head over to the ABC? Does he go to Triple M? Mate, he'll fucking call. He'll. I would. Uh, do you reckon Triple M? Triple M doing the cricket this summer. I doing... would be very surprised if Slats doesn't find his way on there. Um, and I mean, Fox could do worse and bring him in, but Fox have a fuck. Uh, I think they're pretty stacked. They already. are stacked. I think Triple M. If I had to pick, yeah, I think that's probably a good call, Eddie. He'll certainly pick up a gig somewhere. Like, I mean, it'd be crazy not to have him on. But who knows? Maybe there's a no longer an appetite for slats. I'd I'd find that crazy. I think he's as good as anyone else. And by anyone else, I don't compare him to the best in the biz. But like the second tier commentators, he's comfortably there, in my opinion. Um, but whatever, dude. Scomo takes a scout. <laughs> Fuck big scout. Scomo with a huge oh, scout. I mean, I mean, a second tier second scout. Tier scout. <laughs> um, just quickly, while we're on a little bit of horse racing, I don't know if you guys saw what someone posted in P's and D's, but sometime this morning or today, Rowan Browning of fastest Australian in the world at the moment fame will be racing a horse at Randwick. Horses, really? Horses running 220 metres, he's running 100 metres. Is this thing being fucking streamed? I don't think so. I think it's some promotional thing for Everest. I would say it's promotion for the Everest. Right, yeah. and why? The Everest lands young, Rowan, young and hot. Yeah, yeah. And why quick. the fuck then, if you're going young, wouldn't you have this thing streamed? Maybe it is streamed. Maybe Dior doesn't know that it's not streamed. Well, well there's you... only like two articles out in it. The one's Daily Telegraph behind a paywall. The other one's on 2GB. I feel like they might be doing like a call on it on 2GB. Why wouldn't you have it streaming? Could this be Rowan's... Opportunity to go sub 10. Yes. Does Dave, the, can does you the, just... Does the pony push him to great heights? This is PVL. Just fucking... He knows what he's doing. When he hit the, the Everest, he wants it to compete with like Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup. And he's like, let's go young. When in doubt, we want... Let's hey, go the Everest young. is on the same day as Caulfield Cup. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck no, about I don't give a fuck. Cup. I'm flexing. And like, how am I promoting it? With fun, interesting shit. Do you reckon that they've been that, that PVL's been listening to our conversation about who's quicker, man or horse? And he's gone, let's get Rowan Browning Possibly. racing a horse. Possibly. I mean, he listens. He's a friend. We've talked a lot about man versus horses. There's been some lippy cunts in our fucking inbox about the topic as well. Yeah. It's 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 become part of the social conversation. We've started it. And we now did. we've got man v horse. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. We started this thing. We did. And happy to help with PVL. Always happy to help with we PVL. We never ask for a fucking clip. I would, have, I would have appreciated an invite. I do think that's been lost. I think that's been lost in the mail. But that's all right. That's fine, though. 
He's under the pump. There's He's a lot going on. A lot on. going on. I lot get it. On. It's fine. Uh, 100 versus 250. They've obviously worked out distances where it could go either way. They want a close finish. I, I mean, surely they're not going to run on the same track. Well, like, they'd be, like, apart. Yeah. They'd be, like, 30 metres between them. That's true. They're quite large, aren't they? There's a jockey on it. There's a jockey on it. It's not just a, it's not gonna go it's rogue. Not a rogue horse. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it safe, Ed. Cormier saying the count was slow as well for fucking Fury. Like, just shut the fuck up. He was fine. He was, he was not yeah. in trouble at all. Part of me is like, if he speeds the count up, he gets up quicker. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that's... They, they did a thing about it, about it at the start as well. They were sort of saying, like, the count isn't a 10-second hard and fast. It's like 10 beats. Yeah. The beats are up to the discretion of the ref. Yeah. And, yeah, look, uh, apparently, and I'm just going through Twitter responses here, so it might be bullshit, but... Uh, if a fighter isn't in his neutral corner, the count pauses until the referee can get them back in their neutral corner. So, like, the referee, they're saying at one point, had to stop the count to get... Or to tell Deontay to go back to his corner. Mm. And it's like, the, that's where they have to be while the count's going on. That's fucking ridiculous, like... Mate, he didn't fucking... Cormier didn't seem to have a fucking problem with the fact that... Um, who did Volkanovski first? Ortega. That Ortega got dragged, literally picked up and put on his fucking shit. Yeah, he didn't have a problem with that. No, nothing. Oh, but he got a slow count. Like, um, what are you talking about, bro? Okay. Now, before we get into the dribbles, punters and dribblers, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has... Look, for those of you that are just new here, you'll know that we've been following along quite diligently with the life of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He, as a wrestler, great, brash, funny. As a man, as a human, feel like he might have lost touch. With the common um, man. With the common man a little yeah. bit. That's, I think, what, like, megaphone can have that effect. Yes. He'd be one of the most famous people on the, pl on the planet. Uh, he might be the most followed on Instagram, I think. Uh, he'd be right. I think Ronaldo is, but he'd be right up there. Um... That's by the by. All we're saying is sometimes Dwayne does stuff where you're like, mm, have you lost touch with the common man? Like when he said he ripped his fucking gates off his... Uh, off the hinges. Off the hinges by himself. I'm like, no, you didn't. When he's catching dead fish in his backyard, like shit like that. Yeah. Now, Dwayne, in another sort of, you know, chapter of the life of a man who's lost touch... Has, the Magoo. The king of the Magoos has released a rap song, which... Um, well, he's he's done a he's done a featured uh, verse on a Tech Nine song. I don't know who Tech Nine is, and maybe that's a bit about me. But Dwayne, fifty years old, making his rap debut, and uh, look, it was. Look, let's play it before we get our opinion on it. Yo, King Brahma, what's poppin', bro? Tech Nine here. Uso, my brother, Tech Nine. You know, I've been thinking about something. I think we give the people more. Yes, we do. I think you're right, bro. I know you know. We've talked about this. Oh. Let's give the people more. Oh. We gotta give the people more. Hold Let's go. Oh, they're gonna fuck shit up. 
I would never have heard this song. Exactly. Here he comes. Oh, look at oh, him. Take your shirt off, bro. Yeah. Walks in, takes the jacket off. Here we go. I'm ready to drop some beats. Yeah. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours. Like in some morning, my veins. My culture banging with strange. I change the game. So what's my motherfucking name? What they're going to get, though? Desecration. Defamation. If you want to bring it to the masses. Face to face. Now we escalating. When I have to put boost asses. Mean on you. Like a dream. When I'm rumbling, you're going to scream, mama. So bring drama to the king, brahma. Put it to an extreme mana. Thank you, Brother Tech Nine. Thank you, Terramana. One take. That's a wrap. Face off. Face off. Oh my God! So he puts his fucking. What's the ter- what's the te- what's the tequila fucking ad at the end? What's that? That's probably the only way he'd do it. Oh, that got really tacky really that quick. That was so... That was worse than I... They On the Instagram video, they oh, leave the Terramana plug out, out of it. Oh, it's not in. But that's his little clip is just oh, like... Oh, bro. Oh, dude, that's worse than I could have thought. What's Tech 9 fucking... What's that? Well, Tech 9 wants The Rock to be in his thing. And The Rock's like... But that badly? I know. Well... That's fucking crazy town. Bro, and his verse sounded exactly like the script from any of his Instagram workout videos. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, pushing hard, yeah. pulling, sweating, pumping, you know, mana, like that kind of crap. That the was words he that yeah. was fucking horrible. Yeah, that's that's about right, Dior. But the terror mana at, the, at end, the end, yeah, was fucking. I just thought he was going to drink it. But yes. then when he actually, actually verbalizes it, it yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Like oh. a bit of product placement, I will allow. I would have mentioned it. I would have been like Terramana product placement at the end, but I would have been like, whatever. Yeah, that's I would have, that was play on for me. But to say thank you, Terramana. Thank you? What, for that song? <laughs> <laughs> for my verse? Was that fueled by Terramana, that horse shit rap? When all the it's other not, boys... It's actually it's not a good ad for Terramana. No, those boys all brought the heat and then the rocks were shit house. But like, obviously it was because he's not a rapper. I know, but that's so that thing, shouldn't shock. But it anyone. was exa- like it was the light was shone upon it because of how bad it was. That's a that's it's weird. It's weird. I, that's all I can say about that. That's very odd. Hey, good on you. I love it though. More oh, of the stuff. rock. More yeah, of yeah. the rock. That Mate, was as magoo as it gets. We though. get we get we get good content out of him once a month. We do. That's it. Like you can't. You can't help but be thankful and appreciative, right? Grateful moments. We're grateful for, you know, for for the content that he provides. That's right. It's nonstop. Well said. He's a content machine. Let's drill. Yeah, Tom. Turn it up. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, the WA dribbler here was just talking about us wanting to be our own country. No, 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 no. No, no. We're just sick of uh, Big East stealing our lunch money. Like, we don't even have a fucking NRL team over here, boys. Um, yeah. We are very Australian. We don't feel we need to be our own country, but, yeah, just a little sick of Big Brother always taking taking a sandwich out of the box. Um, be soon, WA NRL team... Soon. Speak slower, dude. Cheers. 
Well, look, I'm glad he's cleared that up. What's he talking about taking a sandwich out of lunch? Well, I think he's referring to like the mining tax and then the, the, the tax that the state pays isn't pumped back into the state. I mean, you could talk about big brother, little brother. I'd say like left arm, right arm. Like you can't, uh, he's basically what? He's upset that we're focusing on curling our fucking... Well, I think he's saying that. Right. I think he's saying that money's getting taken out of the great state of WA and pumped into the east instead of being left there. Ah, shut up! <laughs> I don't have an opinion one way or the other. No, I'm, I'm just, just I'm just shut up. I'm just bored to know that he doesn't want to leave. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Eddie, stats Dior, man. punters and dribblers. It's a stats man. I'd like to read you a list of names. Matt Hayden, David Warner, Mark Taylor, Don Bradman, Michael Clark, Bob Simpson, Bob Cowper, Tom Birmingham, Edward Simpson. <laughs> Each of these gentlemen has brought up the triple century for their country. Okay, so the Don did it twice. Congratulations to you both on your 300th episode. Be soon. It's a great stat. That's a huge stat. It's a great stat. I I didn't even thought of that stat. No, I didn't thought of that stat. But we don't do it for the stats. We don't, we do, don't it do it for, for the accolades. But we do appreciate it because we have. It's nice to be reminded yep. by people that know what they're talking about. Yeah. The stats man, no one knows what they're talking about more than him. More than him. Great stat. Well done. Fucking terrific stat. Quite a list. Yep. Quite a list. But a list I'm happy to be on. Yep. Thomas, Edward, Dior, Dave. It's the Melbourne Milk Dribbler. I am just ringing up today. I think I may have discovered something in this week's podcast. Danny Exotic is Ken from Kensington. Now, Danny, I'd like to hear your response. And are you really Ken from Kensington? After hearing some of your tones and your voice in your last dribbles, I think I may have uncovered a secret. Goodbye. Okay. Interesting. That guy almost sounded like he had a little more Ken from Kensington in his tone than I heard that as well, yeah. That was like some misdirection. Was that a a misdirection? Who was that when he called up? Who did he say his name? The Mullum Bimby dribbler or something? Oh no, milk uh, milk. uh, Malibu and milk. It's the Malibu and Milk Dribbler. Have we ever heard that name before? Is in like, is this someone just How trying to... How the fuck would I remember? Well, I'm saying some of these dribblers' names, you would go, okay, I've heard of the, the, the fucking... Oh, yeah, but 95% right. of them I don't remember. No, but I'm just saying, is this someone trying to divert attention? Is this a wool pull here? Because, sure, it could be Danny Exotic, but that guy, when he was doing a Ken from Kensington... Sounded, sounded like Ken from Kensington. Yeah. Danny is... He's good at voices. We know that. That's true. That's true. But Which I'm, is obviously a tick for him. Would would Danny know about? Would Ken Danny from know Kensington? about Kang from Kensington being a riff? Being a riff, that's right. They're a long way away from each other. Maybe, maybe he's got like a fucking cousin that lives there. Or so. I don't know. Like they, it's not impossible for him to have found out. No. Do I think it's Danny? No, I think it's that guy that just called up. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I think. I think it's the Malibu and Milk guy. Yeah. I think that's your fucking culprit. That's your fucking guy. Let's move on. It's ballsy play. Calling up with the misdirection. But that's what you would do, right? Like, if you're feeling like it's... We were, we were thinking Finichario. That could be Finichario. Yeah, because the Malibu and milk drink could, could There's be There's no anyone. clarification yeah, for whether yeah. you're the Malibu and milk dribbler or not. Like, you just you say could, that. Yeah, yeah, you could be any... <laughs> someone with a gunny head saying, what, you oh, your say fucking I'm, real name. He could be like, I'm Danny Exotic. It's me. 
Yeah, we would have been able to tell. I know, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're you saying, Tom. You understand what I'm saying. Tom, I'm with you. Okay, cool. We're, we're in this together. Yeah. What we're in, Tom, I, don't, I don't quite know. Eddie, <laughs> your day. Hunter and Dribbler. Hawaiian pink shirt from Lowe's Dribbler here. Sure. Here we are. Didn't mind that, no. I liked it. I wonder how much thought they put in. Here we are on this Wednesday, and at 8 a.m., we find out at the 11th hour, the ashes is confirmed at all. Doesn't that just get you frothing for breakfast beers for the Sydney test in October already? Hopefully our man, Dan Ganae, gets airtime on Triple M's radio coverage. So hopefully hear that sweet sound of goodbye. James, get ready for a broken fucking hard face up fame. Thoughts, boys. Think I'm pumped up. I'm that's fucking I, pumped. That's what I think. I think um, I'm fucking pumped up. I think Triple M could do worse than having Ganane there talking a bit of cricket. He knows his cricket. Does he? Yeah, fuck yeah, he does. He loves cricket. Cricket dribbler. He could do it. Who knows whether they do it or not. But he could be like a commentator of the, you know, as opposed to a, he's not a colour man. I don't reckon, and this is, I would argue. He a probably, ball by ball. He probably wouldn't bring his goodbye into the cricket, which I respect as well, because cricket's not a sport for the goodbye, in my opinion. What about a fucking slashing cover drive through the covers, man? Goodbye to the boundary. Maybe it's just a bit more of the weight. It's not going to be a good Bye. It'd be it's Goodbye. a bit it's a big bit it's a bit big bashy. Yeah. Uh, if you brought that to the you test could, arena, yeah, you could for the big bash actually a big six. You couldn't for the test arena. It'd turn the punter off. Yeah. And the dribbler. Yeah. Well, maybe not the dribbler, but turn the punter off. But if you just do sure. a little short shot, like goodbye. Why are you saying it like that? Because it's like you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking you are the yeah. weakest link. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. More like 2020. Yeah, big bash stuff. High ball goes up in there. He starts the good as the ball's dropping down and then as the catch is made, it's the bye. Yeah, or as the ball goes over the rope for a mm, six. Yeah, exactly. That too. Yeah. There's a place for it. Yeah, there is in 2020. Am I pumped for the, be, uh, for the Ashes? Of course I fucking am. Yeah. Silly question. Silly question. I do see a day early January. Now, you're wet, now your wedding's called off. We slink our way. Not called off, postponed, sorry. <laughs> that we... Uh, slink our way into the members and we get flogged. I see that for us. Oh, actually, you're not around early Jan, are you? Well, I might be. Well, whatever. It's up in the air. Listen, I'm going to be. So whether you see Eddie there, you're going to see me at least one day. Members flogged all day. If I don't go, you know I'm a ticket. Thank you so much. I'm a good guy. You're a good guy. And if you do go then I'll take your other one. Even if I know that it's Tim's, but uh, I'll have to, you yeah. know, I'll have to work him up. There are others available. I've purchased one now for my personal use. Oh, have you? Yeah. When did you do that? Uh, like six months ago. You fucking, you leave me out of the loop. But there are two that just float. float. So you purchased one from him? Yes. And do you, how does that work? Is that like a, is that a clandestine fucking thing or can you explain that? Well, because his family yeah. owns four yeah. that they never use. Yeah. And I'm like, let me buy one. 
I don't. It's not my name. I just have it. Okay. On a on a rolling basis. I'll buy in as well if they just want to get another one. <laughs> just let them know if they want to move another one. I will buy in. This is my official. Benny Porter's got one, but there's two more. Let me buy one. Yeah, I'll have the other one. Thanks. <laughs> you need to let me know when shit like that happens, Edward. If you can buy in, you need to let me know. I can talk to him for you. He doesn't have to sell it because now it's too late and Benny Porter, who I They don't use him. Well, that's fine. But if I've got to buy in, I need to know that that's possible. And now I feel like it's going to be with everyone that goes, it's going to be a lot harder. And I understand Big T is going to want one for himself and so he should. He's worked hard for him. He never goes. I know he doesn't. (laughs) But you know when he's going to want to go? When when I want to go. So... And he's got every right. And I think he's actually lent me one once before. He has. So I think he dropped it to you. He did. He's a class act. He's classy. Fucking classy. But guy. if they're on the fucking... If they're on the table, Eddie, <laughs> and you don't tell me they're on the fucking table, that is fucking madness. That is absolute fucking madness. I'm actually furious that you... This is how this has come out. I would never have known. I would never have known. Right place, right time, man. You just got to let me know. I see you fucking 12 times a week. <laughs> Happened six months ago. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm going to get mad. Let's move on. G'day, Tom, Eddie, Dion. Um, the French dribbler here. Um, I'm just calling. I've had a bit of an argument with a few mates recently. Um it was about whether or not you stand or sit down when you're wiping your ass. And um, I actually put a poll on my Instagram and it ended up being about 50-50. What? So the argument wasn't solved at all, but I'd just love uh, maybe a few insights from yourselves, um, if that's possible. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. Who the fuck needs insight for this? I don't stand, put it that way. No. So what, I don't understand why you would. The, the benefit of the ergonomic design of the toilet is that when you sit down, it opens your ass cheeks. That's just one of the fucking benefits. To stand, what, you stand and then bend over? Because to stand, your cheeks come back together. That's a great point. One I hadn't thought about. So you'd have to stand, then bend over, and then wipe. Well, you'd, need to, you'd need to bend a little bit, sure. Whether you've got some sort of a stool. You couldn't be, you couldn't be bolt upright. Of course you couldn't. You couldn't be at 180. No, because then your ass cheeks are squished together. Yeah. And you know like when they make you do then those... You, then you'd have to spread them with one hand. But you know when you do those paintings as a kid where you paint one half of the paper and then you fold it in half and then it's like a butterfly? Yes. That's what happens to your ass cheeks when you do a shit. You stand up, they squish. Now you, you just had poo in the middle. Now you've got it everywhere. And then when you bend over again, you've got a butterfly of poo on your ass cheeks. Which, look... That's a visual... I mean, you know, this is the sort of stuff that you come here for, but I'm just saying, like, why is why are we being... This is... I don't understand this question. I can't believe it's 50-50. Who the fuck are you? Who, who is this guy? What are you, Dior? Uh, what are you? I'm sit. <laughs> well, I'm, I did well, not, I did he's not saying, know he's saying at 50-50. The service in the room, we're already fucking... Yeah, I don't know what fucking commune this dude <laughs> bloody grew up on. <laughs> Seriously. This is barnyard shit, dude. Raised by wolves. This is crazy Jesus talk. Cr- mate, r- fucking hell. 
That's cr- we're gonna have to do our own poll because if it's 50 50, I'm not here. But I'm putting it in the punters and dribblers only because I would be too ashamed. To be oh, putting we're not it putting it on, it on Instagram, Instagram, Tom. We put it where all the dirty shit yeah. goes in the group, in the fucking in the punters and in the punters and dribblers because we can't we can't have this. That's the dumbest question I've ever heard. I need it, it, and at least explain yeah, okay. I, well, why. I wanna, but I want to work out is it is it a is it is it some sort of fear of fucking dipping your hand underwater because if that's if that's what you're worried about the, the, let bowl's, me leave not that, them. the bowl's not that full of water like you'd <laughs> have to fucking comp- you'd have to be you've got to try to be hitting water to hit water with your hand i've never hit water in all 30 years never put it that way well in america and stuff they have those really full toilet bowls you which got is full what bowls I in america i don't live in america yeah. no we don't I live here. We live here with with low tide bowls. Like, like perfectly low tide bowls. Yeah. I never got around the, the high tide bowls. Too much water. Way too much. Too much water. going on. Way too much water. Now I don't know whether they're like the less distance you have between asshole and water is like that you can have. Again, this is a you know this is very specific conversation, but you can basically have the poo still attached and in the water at the same time, so that it can almost do like a. If it was a diver at the Olympics, it'd be getting a perfect 10 because it'd be no splash. It'd just go straight in. So you're minimising splash potentially. What, you reckon that's why they've got high tide bowls to minimise splash? I'm trying to work it out here, Eddie, with you right here and now. I'm not fucking dedicating my life to it, (laughs) but this has been thrust upon me and I've got to try and... My mind's, you know, trying to reverse engineer the high tide bowl. How does one... How is, where is, who sets the water lines? Like, obviously, this is a plumber question. Is it to do with the S? Does the S dictate? Reach out Einstein. Because if you get a bucket of water and pour it in, it'll still settle at the same line. Oh, does it really? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's coming out of the cistern. It's like pouring a bucket of water in. Same, it's much, much. So you pour a bucket of water in there, it'll just push that water down and out. And it'll sit at the same, it'll, like, the line doesn't change. How is how do they get high tide lines? That's what I want to know. Is right. it the S? Reach out, Alex Hindside, official plumber of the podcast. Hindside Does the plumbing. S change? Are, all, are our S's all the same to keep the water line the same? Because generally speaking, the water line's pretty much the same. Oh, water line's pretty much every John you go standard. to around the country. I reckon that it's a stock standard. But line. I also think that we've become so accustomed to the appropriate tidal level. That you can go into a toilet and it's slightly lower and go, ooh, we might have a clog on our hands. Yeah, here. I might or be walking sli- in, or yeah, it's slightly so, higher. Yeah, and going, slightly, oh, yeah exactly. Ooh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have a clogged toilet yeah, on our hands. Well, because it's not up to code. No. And I, I also wonder if whether or not that's actually a thing that you have to, you have to put your line into code, otherwise it wigs people out. People go, whoa, well, I just mean, like, maybe like steps need to be a certain height, the exact same height, otherwise people trip. Yeah. Because I know I can walk into a toilet and go, either this is a different no, toilet... No, something's amiss. ...or something's off. Yeah. There's either not enough water in here, which means that we might have a flushing issue, or, or there's too much, too much and we've got a clogging. We've got a clog. Yeah. And I don't need pull my shoes. The, there's nothing have more you, has, terrifying has, has, than has a the, rising has, water level. Has there, have you ever had one back up over the top? Not I over haven't. the top, but I've had it back the fuck up. Like, I've had it I've, had, I've had it get real close. Yeah, same. But I've never had it overflow. I've had it An overflowing to, John would be, be terrifying. I'd run. If you it's your to. own house, you're in trouble. You got to deal with it. But I have been in a public toilet, like a bar, and flushed it, and it just started rising and rising. And I just there's a girl, a friend of I'm mine, out. friend of mine who I won't name out of respect. Yeah, she had an overflowing issue in a house she was staying at. I think with guys, and they were out, 
and she's gone to the toilet. It's overflowed. There's shit all down the hallway. <laughs> and she's fucking madly cleaning this thing up, thinking at any moment People they're going to bust into the in. door. She's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> how stressful would that be? But there's nothing worse than if something like that happens. And it, even though it's not your fault, like it's a toilet problem, you look like you've done a dump so colossal... <laughs> <laughs> that you've fucking clogged a toilet and the whole thing's overflowed. Mate, it's on you whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, it's your fault. The John is brilliant at passing blame. <laughs> he passes the buck better than anyone. <laughs> not my problem. This bitch just dropped a shit so big that it's fucking... I have thrown well, it. You, good, you try swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> Thing was ghastly. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta be a disgusting piece of shit to make a toilet throw up. Like this thing's too dank for a toilet. You must have eaten something shocking. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's okay, move on. Let's move on. That was a long time on one question. I don't even know how we got there. No, was that a question? Yeah, something to do with poo, wasn't it? it was sitting He's up, standing or up to wipe your ass. Oh, you fucking hell, ridiculous. John, Eddie, your Dave. Dan Groper, Dribbler here. Just uh, thought I'd call in response to your question as to whether West Australians want to secede from the east coast of Australia. Uh, I think I can answer that on behalf of the majority of uh, all sane-minded West Australians and say that, uh, no, we do not want to. Pretty happy with how things are going. So you should um, be. As much as Chairman Malgowan like to isolate us from you guys um yeah no we we want to stay part of uh the great country that is australia one thing uh that we do want though and i don't think it's a big ask but we want a fucking nrl franchise yeah that's fine with me fucking internet oh no that's not the internet his thing's a bit dodgy uh, anyway guys oh, one other thing. Well. uh it's pronounced malaga tavern not malaga tavern Shout out to Steve, Sybil, Jordan, and Brandon Sprana. Sure. Running a fine establishment there. Malaga. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Anyway. All right. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Dribblers from West Australia are like calling us like, like we're going to decide whether they're. It's like, oh, you want to, you want to go, do you? Like, no, 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 no. We don't want to leave. We don't want to leave. I'm like, okay, and we'll be careful then. There was actually Mal, the Ga Mal Gowan Mal is, is hilarious. <laughs> I would say this. Plenty of fucking chat around an NRL franchise over in the West. Well, well, we've had two calls, but I know what you mean. Two for two, Tom. Well, that's true. That's fair. Two I can only two. go off what the fucking numbers are telling me, and I've got a 100% hit rate here, baby. <laughs> and that's was... something I'm going to take to fucking PVL. Yeah. Go, we got the Brisbane team locked in. Where's the 18th? Maybe we look West. Yeah. Maybe we look national. Make it a national game. Then it's a national game. It's yeah. called the National Rugby League. Not yep. so national if you only go far as far West as Melbourne, yep. is it? Fair call. There's a lot of fucking terrain west of Melbourne, mate. There is. Lot. A, a fucking shit lot. lot. There was a third WA dribble who called in, but I cut his call because it was like three minutes long with only like 30 seconds of words in it. Mm -hmm. They do seem to talk slowly. But he was saying, I think he said something about an NRL team, but he was saying that his like grandmother was super patriotic about WA and would like keep saying to him, oh, you're half Western Australian and like oh, half Jesus. Eastern. And yeah, so, right. Yeah. There are some pretty diehard Western there, there, there exist I'm, there. They I'm must sure. Be a bit I'm, sure. Of the, I'm sure. I mean, it's such a big fucking place. What's well, the most well, Perth's the most isolated capital city in the world? Could you imagine? No, it's, the, it's the most. This guy said that as well. It's the most isolated city with over one million people yeah. in the world. But could you imagine how 
isolated it would have been pre-internet and well, like even earlier than pre-internet, but like you know, pre-car, pre-plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like back in the day, day where it was like this tiny fucking like almost like a a village just in the bottom of the country in the middle of fucking nowhere. It would have felt like you're in the middle, the ass end of the world, which is kind of cool. I've never been to West Australia. I have. Yeah, but I'd like to go back. How'd you find it, Mao Gowan? Yeah, making it tough. Yeah, he is making it real tough. Did you enjoy it? I did. There you go. That's but I want to get down to like, uh, where do I want to go? Margaret River. Margaret River and shit, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, where, that's where I got my eye on. Yeah, you get your eye on the old Margie Rives. Big time. Beauty. It's Good beautiful. for me, eh? Oh, yeah. Great for you, bro. G'day, fellas. Friday knockoff dribbler here. I've just been listening to the constant disrespect to Vossi of um, greatest hype man of all time fame. And I just wanted to draw the attention of the punter and the dribbler to the performance in which the great man put on Rugby League Live 4. Now, uh, for those who aren't too familiar for this video game, Vossi provides deep insight in the game of Rugby League. Um, I don't even know where to start. Just Even with his immaculate pronunciation of players, um, he gave us the great pronunciations of Tom and Jake Krobjevic. Uh, he also had Bevan France. Uh, who could forget Dale Finjacane? Now, there aren't too many commentators outside Blocker that know how to pronounce players' names better than the actual players themselves. Uh, and how about his defensive calls, like 8.5 on a Richter scale, Polak's in a two-man tackle. Um, I just think the performance he put on that, uh, you can't really knock him and anything he does on regular calls. Um, anyway, not to be all about the great man, uh, what do you boys reckon the greatest Australian sporting video games are? I'm not Andy Vossi. I'm just saying he's the king of hyperbole. Yeah, and he's not the best commentator in the land, I don't feel. But he's the king of hyperbole. He's good for a Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Yeah. Perfect. I would never... Like, the game's better for having Vossi in. Fucking oath it is. Big time. But he is not my go-to first-choice caller. But he's probably... Th- he's not far off. Like, he'd, be sec- he'd be second or third after Rabs. Like, if you assume Rabs is everyone's, even though I know he's not, but that's because they're fucking haters. It's Rabs... Then Ganane, maybe Vossi third. I don't mind Warren Smith. Yeah, Warren Smith is an avatar of just a commentator. Bleep, 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 bleep. What's a commentator? It's me, Warren Smith. His name's even avatarish. You know what I mean? I don't mind it. He just looks like an. He looks like one of the agents from fucking The Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. No disrespect. He could be like a newsreader for any American, like just for anywhere. Channel. For yeah, any, anywhere. he could be any newsreader anywhere. Yeah. He could be any. He's like, you know, I saw some fucking thing where, uh, I think it was on like a maybe like a it was like a Japanese meme page or something like that. A Japanese meme. It was page. something like niche like that, but it was like it's very niche. But the, the caption was like, "Oh, you think all." You know, uh, white people think all Asians look the same. And then they just had this thing of like 12 white dudes who were all famous. And you're like, holy fuck, they are all identical. Like, it's just sort of looking at that, you'd be like, I don't know who the fuck these people are, but they are. It's confusing to see everyone like that. It was anyway that Warren Smith fits perfectly into that. Um, what else did he say? Greatest fucking Australian Same video game. Rugby League Live. Rugby League Live's great. Cricket has got a new one coming out. Mm. I don't know, it's called Test Cricket 22 or something like that. I think it's like Ashes. I think it's the Ashes. ashes. Yeah. It's not done by EA, which is annoying. Of course but, it's not. Um, 
I I mean, is that an Australian game? Maybe not so yeah, much. Yeah, it is. It's it's made by Big Ant, who did all the um, rugby league live games as well. And, okay. I, and I think Wallabies Rugby Challenge or whatever that one was. If it wasn't, no, you got to be doing The rugby Challenge. games, the yeah, sports, that was fucking dope. Rugby 07? I had 06. Was it 06 or 07? 06. Well, I think 06 and 08. 08. I can't remember. I loved 06 because when I was at school, we fucking loved 06. 08 was also good, but 06 for me, I think, was the uh, the go. They're not Australian games, though. No, no. those are EA. Yeah. yeah. Does EA make anything outside of PGA and, and FIFA now? Yeah, EA have a lot of, like, non-sports games as well. They would do UFC. Do they do Madden still? Yeah, fuck yeah. Golf? Uh, yeah. They Madden, FIFA. Stuff. They got... I don't think they do NBA anymore. They st- no, oh, NBA's 2K is 2K, just... 2K is yeah. just Dominate. I used to prefer EA NBA to 2K. I was like, how the fuck? NBA Live 2005. Do you remember that? I was like, why is everyone like 2K? It's fucking lame. Mm. Need for Speed is Madden as well. I mean, is EA. Yeah, they've got the UFC as well. Yeah. Okay. They got all these other rant like plants versus saying, zombies. They got all the Star Wars. I was games. saying before we get we got on, I'm gonna get a fucking Xbox or a PS soon. Put it in the office. Just fucking game out. That's my next. Hard thing. to get PS5. Why get is PS5. That? It's just fucking supply COVID and shit. Can't, you can't walk into a JB Hi-Fi and buy one. So you got to order it. I think the weights are like massive. Like next year vibes. Fuck me. How, are they expensive as well? Josh got his for like a thousand bucks or some kind of thing. You probably buy them in store for like 700. I'm guessing. Somewhere. Get a PS5 though. Yeah. Let's go. Let's move on. Hi boys. I just wanted to say congrats on the big triple ton. Uh, it's been a long road, but you, you've gone a big lift for the boys, and that's much appreciated. Um, just wanted to say I've been around since oh, episode 80 odd, nice. um, and if, with everything available to the club currently, we're really hoping you release the elusive initial 70 odd podcast that are from the SoundCloud days. Uh, and just finally, uh, just a quick one to Dave. Mate, uh, we ran into you and uh, Sydney just before lockdown. Some boys from Brizzy had some espresso martinis when you were into your work. You did forget to shout us out, but that's all right, mate. I uh, hope you're going to rip and tear that we're free and uh, just taking a drown your Melbourne storm commiserations. All right, boys, go well. See you soon. What did he say there? I think he was saying Dave, he bumped into Dave when Dave was out on the espresso martinis, probably claiming the podcast as his own. Yeah. And then didn't, they, he said he was going to shout us out, but he didn't. Shout okay. them out, but he yeah. didn't. I may have forgotten because later that night I was outside, said bar, bumped them into spewing up what I think was like lots of Campari or Aperol because it was very red. Jesus Christ. Or you could have eaten beetroot. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, could have eaten beetroot. Beetroot will get you. Could have been that. But yeah, shout out to those Brisbane guys. Very nice dudes. I was standing in line and I hear some random people go, oh, Dior. And I'm like, fuck. Well, <laughs> we're opening back up again, Dave. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a brave new world for you out there. Can't wait. Can't wait. Now, what else did he say? I think he said congrats on the 300, which was nice. Mm. Did he ask us a question? I don't think so. Oh, he wanted to release the... Uh, SoundCloud days. 70, yeah. That mic's giving you some trouble, isn't it? So You've got it bent the wrong way. No, it doesn't work. Oh, okay. This happens every week. This is a a massive issue. It starts off all right. No, I hold it like that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking awful. (laughs) So over it. Um, Mate, we might release them. If we feel like it, we might not. 
Was, it, look, it, that, that response from Eddie was very terse and frustrated. That's because he's got some mic issues. We, but we might release him, but, but we what? also might not. That's what I was being honest. No, but it was the way you said it, which was the anger from the mic was still sort of, your voice was still soaked in that anger. I'm saying it with a bit more of an upbeat smile on my face. We might, we might not, but we might, we certainly might. There might be times where we have to and go, whoops, couldn't do a podcast this week. Here is a SoundCloud Day special. Like summer. <laughs> yeah, like Christmas New Year's. Yeah, um, like, like the first half of January. <laughs> <laughs> but we will always deliver for the pun and the dribbler, and that actually gets us like if we like two episodes, it gets us thirty five years into the future. What? Of like if we did if we had the first two weeks of January off, we dropped one of the back catalogue. Yeah, you could do that for thirty five years. 35 70, years. 70 episodes. Oh, you're saying if you were, if two, if, the, if January was filled with two SoundCloud Days yes. episodes, we would get through it in 35 <laughs> years. <laughs> That's a good point. So we've got room. We've got we've wiggle, got wiggle room. room. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Early Jan is filled with wiggle room. Yeah. That's not actually a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not great either, but it's not a bad idea. Um, Is it the worst idea you've ever heard? Definitely not the worst. <laughs> there you go. W- wiping your ass standing up, still <laughs> probably up there as the worst idea I've ever heard. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Um, first of all, Dior, suck my dick, Penner 13. Wow. Um, anyway, this one's mainly for Tom, just off the back of the uh, snack chat in the Thursday potty. Um, sounds like he came from one of them shit snack families and I can very much relate. My mum wouldn't have a bar of anything outside of fucking mashed up fucking vegetables. And yeah, there was never any good snacks going on in my house. And I've got a couple of kids now and I wonder, Tom, have you gone down the path of letting Evie, you know, relish in the snacks that you missed out on as a kid? Um, I just introduced my daughter to a bowl of Fruit Loops and... The, the look in her eyes, I, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to, you know, go down the wheat big path after after introducing the Fruit Loops. So, a bit of parenting advice, if you could, Tom. Um, Penner 13 plus. Talk soon. Look, definitely was from a shit snack family. I still got some good snacks, but... You know, we were... What do you give yourself on a report card? Like an, a D minus, D plus, Well, let's give it C out of minus. 10 probably, I'd say. Like, Oh, it, I thought it'd be a bit of fun to do like, the, you know, your report card. <laughs> sure. Uh, Did you get an F? For like family snacks? Yeah. No, I don't think it was an F because I still was... Yeah, you got some. I still got some. We also uh, like had things like baked snacks. Like we'd have a lot of banana cakes that count. That's good stuff. That's good shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. mum would make banana cakes or like, you know, things of that nature. Like Stuff with sugar. Fucking, yeah, sugary shit. Yeah, yeah. But not that much, but still we certainly got some. More so than your fucking roll-ups, you know. But so I'd probably give us a six and a half, 6.5, which is probably what, like a C plus? Uh, a 65, be like a C. C, C yeah. C, something? Something like that. C minus, C, C minus. But, Maybe even a bit higher than that because... You can C+. Plus. C+, I think, pretty good. Yeah, I think C+. Plus because we got, you know, as I said, we got your lamington-y sort of banana breads from... I called it banana. But what about the fact you were getting fed that chocolate Carrot. that wasn't chocolate? Yeah, well, that's why it's not... You a lose bit. points. You're fucking out. That's why it's a C. Because carob was a joke. But carob was a one-off, like, couple of... Like a... Uh, a stint. A, an attempt where we went, 
get that shit out of the house. You know, we get tiny teddies sometimes. Yeah, okay. Good so stuff. we weren't fucking completely savaged. Do you get that box? Of, do you get the box of Chinese teddies where they had chocolate on the back? Vanilla ones, with chocolate on the back. No, we were just mainly, dude. T- t- talk Moorish things you could knock off in five minutes. A box, shaped size box of tiny teddies. But do you know the tiny teddies I'm talking about? I do. Where ones they look like they the had back. moles all over them. They had chocolate. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, the full, just the full chucky back. Full chucky back, bang. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You want to talk Moorish? Yeah. You pound those fuckers into yeah. the ground. No, nah, we were pretty much just a white or brown tiny teddy family. Now, you want a bit of parenting advice, which, you know, I'm not surprised. You come to the right place. Evie not getting crazy snacks. She's only one, she's like 18 months old. Again, until she's two, she's one. But, you know, mums are like, she's fucking 14 and a half months and three days. She's one and a bit. She gets. Fruit, likes her fruit. Some of the crackers she gets are fucking disgraceful. Like puffed out corn cracker or something. I'm like, this is flavoured air. It tastes like shit. She likes it. She doesn't know what, she doesn't have much of a... She's gonna, she doesn't have a context. She doesn't have anything to compare she it to. She has Doritos. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Which I had yesterday. Shout out to Doritos. Shout out to Doritos. Still undefeated. Yeah. But she has... Uh, every once in a while she might get like a Chucky Bicky. And she froths it. Or like those freckles, chocolate freckles. Yep, love freckles. There's actually nothing cuter than watching her like wig out over a chocolate freckle where she's like, this is... Are you talking about the freckles with the chocolate back and then the like hundreds and thousands? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. little dots all over it. Yeah. And she's and she's a freckle. Genius, can say any word you tell her. I don't know what's going on. But then she's like, just hooks in, loves that shit. But in terms of like your Fruit Loops and things like that, I don't want to give her that stuff. Was, you know what? It's funny. I was thinking this. Just surely, Fruit Loops as a breakfast option is good. Is like special occasion. Yes, that ca- that can't that be. That can't be your daily. That can't be daily. Because this is what I was thinking about, right? Like in terms of just in the context of my health kick and like what I've been doing, and in general, and the vices that we have in life. I have quit cigarettes, cold turkey. I've been off the booze for fucking over two months. Cold turkey, like just stopped it. And yeah, you, I'm not saying I was an alcoholic, but like I'd fucking drink every day, like maybe a wine or whatever, a beer. Off at cold turkey, the vape, pound the vape, getting fucking addicted to a vape, and then just go, all right, I'm not having it. Nicotine, fucking very addictive. If you don't have it, you don't have it. You don't have it. Sugar, in this whole period, is fucking, the craving, like, if sugar was a drug, like, that it'd kill you, quit, like, you could overdose on sort of thing. Like you, you sort of can. Well, you sort of can. Sort like of can. Sugar does Over kill time. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, but of sugar, course, no, ki- it, sugar kills, bro. Sorry, it absolutely kills people. Don't get it wrong. But what I more mean is like you can't eat too many Tim Tams and die. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You can overdose on fucking heroin and meth and shit yeah, like that. But yeah. like I was just thinking about yesterday. I was like I have moments of strength like, you know, where I'm exercising. But like ultimately I will always give in at some point to sugar. I can't. I, w- I haven't given in to cigarettes again. I've been tempted and gone, no, I'm not doing it. Booze this whole time. Yeah, fuck, I'd love a whiskey right now. No, I'm not doing it. Sugar gets me at any point. And I'm not sure, I'm sure it's not just me, but like it is fucking addictive, dude. Crazy addictive. It's good stuff. It's good shit. Bit of chalky in the fridge. Oh, baby, come here. So with Bit that in context and like, you know, with little kids and shit, I certainly am not going to be a C minus parent in the snack department. But I'm also not going to load up Evie with sugar and shit. You're not going to be an A. No, I'm not going to be an A. Because maybe C plus is where you want to be ultimately for the overall health of your child. 
at the end of the day, I wouldn't be giving your kid fucking fruit loops, fruit loops every, day. Pair, every like for breakfast no. every day. Right, like the sugar and fruit. Then you're asking wild. for trouble. But the thing is, as well, the sugar and Nutrigrain is, I think, just as bad as like the sugar and cocoa pops. But we used to get Nutrigrain as kids because it was like, oh, that's the healthy option. But now we know. Well, it's not really Iron Man food. Well, when they started putting the fucking ingredients on the side of packages, like back in the day, you didn't have to have that shit on there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's good for you. <laughs> Iron Man have it. Look, I respect. Got- you know what I respect that they've stayed with the Iron Man thing. Well, I know, right? You kind of have to. It's your well, fucking thing. Yeah, and like I mean. the the, the Nutrigrain look like fucking you'd almost like things you put on weight bars. But even that, like even that big Iron Man is like comfortable aligning themselves with it. Well, I think that big cereal Talk. gives big Iron Man a fair bit of fucking big coin. Yeah, to spot that they the wouldn't events. otherwise have. Exactly. Yeah. Iron Man, not exactly the main event on any sporting calendar. No, that's right. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's food for thought. Food for thought. Healthy food? Who knows? Tom, Eddie, Dior, Dave, punters and dribblers. It's a kettle chip dribbler here. First time caller. I just wanted to talk about my experience with the with the kettle chip. I recently worked at the factory where they're made. And no, I wasn't the person making the chips. They were doing renos to the factory and I was a part of the construction. And look, I was down there for one weekend where it was shut down and the chips weren't being produced. And fuck me, I could not believe the state of this factory. All of their machines had solid grease on it. The walls and the ceiling were literally stained and dripping in it. It made me fucking sick. And to be honest, it turned me off it a little bit. And anyone anyone who would have seen it would have been turned off also. Is this what you uh, said, Dave? Yeah. After this job, I literally had to buy new work pants, shirts, and new boots as they were all literally fucked from working in there. I do have a couple photos and videos I'll send to your Dave so you Holy guys can uh, let me know your thoughts. Like, I don't know. Should I have expected it to be like that? I'm, I'm not 100%, but, like, it was fucking huge. Bro. Let me know your thoughts. That is Kettle gross. Kettle chip never. Red Rock Deli, sweet chili and sour cream forever. Decent. Obviously alleged, you know, alleged. But, like, this looks fucking disgusting. Some of these things. Oh, look at that engine or whatever that is. That looks like the inside of a billy after like 30, 30 <laughs> years of usage. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do. smoke out of that thing. That looks like the dankest billy. Oh my time. God. Yeah. Can Dude, conf- that vent, that air vent's fucking disgusting. That looks like a. Can that confirm like a that cancer. whatever I'm seeing looks like the inside of Dave's billy. That is fucked up. It just, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very scat. Okay. And they weren't in there to clean it, obviously. No. And he needed new work gear after it. That's that's, that's disappointing to disgusting. see. The fucking health department should have some questions to answer. Surely the health department inspect places like that. Dude, you would I I bet you they don't. I bet you that a well, lot of these fucking places Well clearly. Well, yeah, clearly, right? Like obviously they don't. Based on that. Based on that. That wouldn't pass fucking anything. No. All right. Well, maybe it's maybe it's for the best that fucking Honey Baked Ham's no longer with us. Yep. How long we got? How many more we got, D? Um, I think about five or so. Oh well, fuck it. Let's rip. I'm liking this position. Tom, I don't Eddie, know why I wasn't down here. Dave, this is good. I've got a quick question of opinion. 
Question of opinion. So my old man has brought something up that I'm not 100% on, and I thought you three, two, one, whatever, would be able to evaluate. Is the rugby league title of immortality limited to just Australian rugby league players? So, like, uh, is Benji Marshall, for example, not... Uh, like, is he, can he not become an immortal because he's from New Zealand? No, he can. Like, just for an example, like I'm not sure any other players, but you know, look at all the previous immortals: Joey Johns, Mal Meninga. Yeah. Like, they're all Australian immortals. Is New Zealand immortality off the table? I know YouTube boys might have a little bit of wavering bias towards New Zealand players because you guys are a little bit New Zealand 50-50. <laughs> All I want to know is what's the go? Well, the go is that statistically speaking, it's not surprising that they're all Aussies, that they're immortals because the vast majority of players are Australian. Yeah. That said, no one's off the table. No, no, you can be an immortal if you're Australian. Uh, sorry, if you're not Australian. Uh, Benji Marshall. People are trying to talk about Benji he's Marshall. Not, he's not up to it. He's not an immortal. He shouldn't be an immortal, but there are those discussions because it's absolutely possible for you to be an immortal if you aren't Australian. I'm pretty sure, Dave, just double check that with the immortals, there aren't any poms because there is also a part of me that thinks that when they bought in a few more recently, they may have chucked a pom in an immortal, which I hope oh, to Christ they didn't. I don't, I don't think, think the new so. batch. No, 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 no. Um, Clive Churchill, Johnny Raper, Reg Gaznia, Bob Fulton, Graham Langlands, Wally Lewis, Arthur Beetson, Joey Johns, Dally Messenger, Frank Burge, Dave Brown, Norm Proven, Mal Meninga. Yes, okay. Yeah. All Aussies. All Aussies. That's just because they're better. That's all. That's all that is. But yeah, to answer your question and to answer your dad's question, anyone can be an immortal. There, I, I think that in the fullness of time, you'll see someone that's not Australian become an immortal. You just got to step up. Do some work. Work harder. Be better. Yep. Be more Australian. <laughs> How'd you be? Hi, boys. It's the Redcliffe League Club dribbler here. Just down here at the League Club. Hope that the boys get in for 2023. Let's then draw a little bit of eagle off. To be honest, I think it could be an omen. Let me know what you think. Thanks, boys. Very soon. Only 13 plus. Dolphins forever. Dude, the Dolphins Leagues Club looks fucking dope. Legit. Overlooking the ground, that beautiful pub area. Like, they deserve to be the team on that alone that fucking gets in the NRL. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. It's um, great for rugby league. Yeah. It's great for the game. I don't know if there's much else to say, really. No. Just a nod to Redcliffe Leagues. Yeah, it's the fucking... It's got to be... The, it's the best league club I've ever seen. For that reason alone. G'day, boys. Uh, got a bit of a problem. Um, I was wrist deep in my homicide with my line. Um, judge it how you will. But anyway, Techish crackers are the biggest pieces of shit in the world. Because... As I'm eating them, I'm pulling them out of the packet, stepping them into my homestead, 
and the fucking things are all broken. Like, go hack it off the shelf. You pay bigger dollar dollar bucks for the fucking thing, Mm. and they're broken. Mm. I just want to know, have you guys had any similar experience to, like, treating yourself to a peckish vine tomatoes and basil? So I've stepped it up from the star cartas, and I'm left with this crap. Mm. Um, Yeah, see you soon, and who's your favourite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Peace out. Who is the what? What brand of crack is he talking about there? Already? Peckish. Do you know it? I thought he was talking about Peckish, which I thought were a little bit Sakatari. They are a little bit. I'm just aren't they? I'm pretty sure they're in the, like the white and blue packaging. Yeah, yeah, they are. I'm just trying to get the internet up. And but I'll they're, but they're ste- a step up from Sakatars. Is that what he said? Well, but then he was talking about like tomato and rosemary and shit. I don't know what he's talking about there. I'm trying to work out if that's maybe just like a flavour powder they put on it. Mm. Well, I think to, I would say there you go. Yeah, I would. Are you going with the wrong bit? You're going with the wrong fucking biscuit like, for me. Okay, so cracker. They're air baked, which I guess makes them healthier than like the. Oh, I can understand his frustration. Oh shit, yeah. What's I can. more frustrating is when you get the fucking legit ones with like the fig and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and the yeah, olives yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, in yeah. them. Those are those are, they'll fucking they'll break the bank. Those motherfuckers. That's my point. You can drop six bucks for a packet, and sometimes they are broken. Yeah, definitely, I think there's also a great frustration in them breaking mid dip, and then you've got to go okay. I've, and you've lost half the cracker in the hummus, and now I've got to send this half a thing back in to try mm. and on a retrieval mission. Yeah, on a tr- exactly. And right. if this one breaks, now I'm, now, now I'm in some serious I'm fucking in serious trouble. trouble. Now I got to go. I got to rifle through the pack looking for a big thicky. Someone who's a, up to the job. I've got to get a second biscuit who's now structurally sturdy enough to handle not just the hummus, but the the weight of of a lost biscuit, of yeah, a lost cracker. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm risking him. Yeah. I'm risking it all for the biscuit. I'm risking. <laughs> If things go if things go real south, you could have like four or five fucking lost bickies. Yeah, and then you got and then you got to start fucking fishing the fishing them out with your fingers. Yeah, or you go get a spoon and basically this is just now a fucking mouthful of hummus and too much cracker. Well, it's a disaster yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. You You're may as well cancel sea. the fucking picnic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go home, pack it in, go have a share yeah. and go to bed. Yeah, go to bed. Um, peckish, sure. The package, look. He's, the, but he's got some ritzy ones here that Dave's found. They look pretty ritzy. Well, look, I just think that you're always going to run the risk of the air-baked bicky. I would, let me say this, Tom. Let me say this. Yep. I think that we all acknowledge when we buy biscuits of any variety, there is a risk that at some point the dickhead packing the shelves yeah. has dropped them yep. or they've been mishandled during transportation. Yep. You're going to get packets that are broken. Yep. That's the biscuit game. It is. Or the cracker game. If some people will get offended if you call it biscuit, cookie, cracker. Well, but it can happen with all biscuits, It time. can. It can. Not just like the, crisps. Yeah. Not crisps. What are these? Crackers. Not just crackers, but biscuits. Biscuits in general. The yeah. biscuit family. Yeah. Yeah. No, what, you're right. What, you, 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 you're telling me you haven't opened a fucking... Packet of Scotch fingers and a couple have gone. Oh shit! The old yeah. disintegrate on you. You have to. You have to be prepared to that for that going. You got to go in with open eyes. You can't go in there expecting the world to be perfect because the world isn't perfect. But you certainly hope that the vast majority of the biscuit cracker cookie et al that you are you know hooking into, the vast majority of them are at the very least not broken. And then in a dream scenario, especially in the dip game, structurally s- secure enough to get a healthy serving of, of hummus onto the cracker without breaking and then you got a retrieval mission on your hands. 
I hope that makes sense. I hope we've cleared that up. Yeah, great question. That's probably my favourite question of the day. Well, our fucking eye game here, for fuck's sake. It's Frog and Chris Spacious. We've, fucking, we've been here from day to day. I know, I know this won't get played, but I know you're listening. Dave? Dave, yeah. Dave you little fucking... You're a frog in yourself, you little... We built this fucking cut. podcast from the ground up with you, fellas, and now and you won't even play it. A reaping the reward. <laughs> like you're not like We don't even listen anymore. No, the corporate dollars got yeah. you fucked, mate. We'll keep it in 90 seconds, but we're going to roast the absolute fuck out of you. Yeah, Tom, you fucking... Fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah, pudgy cunt. And Eddie. Between you and fucking Wayne Johnson. Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking fuckhead. Yeah, don't play us. Don't play us. I know you won't play us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me swear words for Guess the corporate what? dollar. Guess what? We won't listen. <laughs> 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 Well done. Now that's a licking I can get behind. Frog and Crispacious, mate, where have they been? Where have they been? Have, have they been, been cutting out? Have you been cutting out Frog no, and Chris Bacious? I've told you, they haven't been calling up. They've said they haven't even been listening. <laughs> well, that's a lie. <laughs> so many, Neil Dave, punters and dribblers. Just looking at the Chooks lineup for next year, and they've got some of the great names in their squad with Fletcher Baker, Billy Smith, Nat Butcher, obviously stemming back to when people took their last names after their jobs. It just got me thinking... What about the ancestors of people carrying names like, you know, Cockburn or Woodcock or Dickinson? Anyway, thanks again for your great coverage of the footy this year, boys. Beer soon. Shampoo never. What was the question? Where, where do names like Dixon and Cockburn and Woodcock come from? Obviously, I mean, some blokes burn his cock. Yeah. And, 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 and he's never nickname, lived it down. Well, his nickname was Cockburn. He's like, I'll lean into it and just adopt <laughs> it as a name. That one's pretty obvious. That one's pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh, he burned his cock. Uh, you know, and does that have fucking ramifications for his uh, progeny? Yeah, it does. They are all now tarred with the same brush of Cockburn lineage. Woodcock. Um, well, maybe that's what he had to have after it burnt off. It. Yeah. So it could be Cockburn... You know, does he change his last name? Probably not. Maybe it's just someone who's lost their cock and now they need a wood one. Yep, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Different people, different yes. blokes. Um, what were the other ones? <laughs> Dixon, Dickinson. They're too tough for me. I think you'd need someone a little bit because, I mean, Dick. well, I don't want to go into Dickinson, but uh, <laughs> I think we just leave that one. Let, we'll just let that hang in the air. Let that one hang. Let's move on. I think this is... Son. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is the last one I got started, but there's one more that came through this morning. All right. Hey, guys. Just wanted to ring up and say thank you for a great year of content. You guys talk yourself down a bit, but you are a couple of A-grade operators really dialed in to just everything that's going on. Great content, great analysis on the rugby league year. And I just want to say you're a pair of fucking so much for all the content through lockdown. 
and for just keeping everything fucking cool. All right, champion Finchie, have a good time. Peace out, boys. Bye. What a what a lovely young man. What a beautiful young man. And this fine, young, upstanding gentleman here, who's just saying someone hey, you, someone you'd love your daughter to be with. Oh you know, right? fuck yeah! Thanks for bloody you know backbone, character, rocking substance. up day in day out and just providing for the punter and the dribbler. You know what? Thank you, sir. Thank you, young man. I think we should listen to this last one because I think the person is out in Yippin and Yahoo and at a recently opened up club at like three a.m. this morning. We'll check it. Yeah. I mean, I would love to, to, to end the podcast on an absolute fucking asshole looking from that nice guy, but uh, I'm happy to give this one a run. It's been a nice way for Freedom Day to... That's know, true, Dave. Through. All right. Good morning to the punters, but more importantly to the dribblers. Uh, the Eastern Suburbs League Club dribblers here. For all listening, just have a listen to it. That's the sound of a non-feature. That's the sound of a heartbreak. I'd just like to tell you, I think Julio Runamuckus put it best when he said, on Saturdays, I'm here less. <laughs> and it's all about managing the risk. So we've come to this all-aboard machine at the, uh, not the Roosters League Club, but the Roosters Casino. If you'd like to come down and see what uh, Uncle Nick did to the renovations, you're more than welcome. God help the Oh, it was there. <laughs> the Roosters salary cap sombrero. It's no longer sombrero. The league club's a casino. Roosters premiership soon. <laughs> Roosters soon. casino. It's great to be back. And it's that. also $7 Southern Comfort and Lemonade. Very good. <laughs> 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 He's got another one. I think it's a feature. Yeah, yeah fucking fuck play. Right right. Uh, Eastern Suburbs League Club dribbler here again, 3.22 a.m. on the first day of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> fucking feature on the Golden Gong. And so we've got a question for you, fellas, punters, and dribblers. What's the go-to machine? I look around the Eastern Suburbs League Cup tonight. You see your Dragon Cashes. You see your Golden Century. You see your Where's the Gold. All aboard. Personal favourite of ours. But then you look around. The Pan Chang. The Electric Cash. Fucking heard of them? What the fuck are they? They don't pay. <laughs> anyway, there it is. What's the go-to machine, punters and dribblers? I'm a lucky idiot, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to go back to our feature. First spin here. Punters and dribblers feature. Within the feature. Are we on? Are we on? Ooh. Sam Walker Premiership soon. <laughs> um, mine's a Where's the Gold? I've always been a Where's the Gold man. More chilies. Who do you pick when you get a feature? Peter Panner. Peter, Peter Panner. Panner's my man. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, sometimes I used to just always pick whoever was on the right, I think. That was like the fucking... Pick whoever's on the right, that'll go well. That was never the case, so I'd just go, fuck it. We'll just go Peter Panner. He'll go the big lift for me. Oh, he pans go. It's exactly right. Now that, I'm glad we finished with those boys. So are you telling me those places opened at midnight? 12.01. Yeah, East League's Club opened 12.01. That 12 is dribbler hours. I'm fucking, I wish I was a bit younger. I would have, I would have been down there with them. I would have been down there with them. That's living. Good for them. Another great show. In the books. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> You two just not talk anymore.